Hello and welcome to the Melomancy Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to discuss who the hell is Little Yachty and what did he do in Poland? My name is Dylan. My name is Vic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Skuma Dealer. Um, That's so, right. Um, yes, let's uh, talk about... Yes, so Little Yachty, uh, voice nah, actor forget for about... uh, Bayonetta. No, you're thinking of that other lady. So, victim. <clears throat> yes. It's been three weeks since we did our last recording, um, so the listeners that are binge-watching our show in 2030 are probably going to be real confused, because, like, holy shit, has it been a really, like, active three weeks? Like, there's been a lot of, like, video game-related subjects to bitch about, and that's what we do on this show, so I think we should just jump right into the most recent one, <laughs> which would be Bayonetta. Um, yeah. How do we even approach this topic? I actually don't even... I'm not even sure. Oh, well, we can lay out the facts, so I'm going to... Pull up the name of the voice actress. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. While you're pulling up her name, I could explain uh, what I know so far. So, this voice actress, whose name you're looking up. Um, oh yes, that is Helena Taylor. Helena Taylor. So she is a voice actress who played the role Bayonetta in the English dub for Bayonetta, um, uh, the, in the first game and the second game. So the third game is coming out very very soon, just a couple of days uh, after this recording is done. Um, and she very recently posted a multi-video thread on Twitter where she detailed that, um, she turned down the role, uh, to reprise her role as Bayonetta because she got an insulting offer of $4,000 American to dub the entire game, uh, which is by voice actor standards, very, very low. Um, also, um, she is calling for a boycott of the game and requesting that everyone that was gonna buy the game donate the money that you would have spent on the game uh, to charity. Now, that's what she said, right? The interesting thing is that Platinum Games said that um, there was like a scheduling conflict and they just they couldn't get her. Uh, so if what she said is true, Platinum is lying. Uh, however, we don't really know what they offered her. Like she could be lying. But she doesn't gain anything from lying. Well, uh, no, because somebody could just post the contract. No, so, and there's a so lot of misplaced. The thing, right? There's also a lot of misplaced anger at the voice actress that replaced her because it it kind of sounds like oh the union worker got axed for someone who would be willing to do the job without the union. But like well, Jennifer Hale is she is the worker. union. Like yeah, she is. I think she has the Guinness World Record of most act voice acting credits. Right, Jennifer. Yeah. Like, if you've heard a female character, Jennifer Hale probably voiced her, mm-hmm. or at least was offered the well, role. or at least early on. Yeah, yeah. Not, not 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 so much the case nowadays, but definitely. I mean, yeah. she's still got a lot of uh, fairly recent voice acting. Oh no, she is. It's just she's not the only one. Anymore. Oh, of That's course, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. And the uh, the thing with Helena is like, I don't necessarily think she's wrong in a factual sense. I think that they absolutely lowballed her, um, but like they're well, probably they're like one of the mitigating factors that I keep hearing people talk about is this uh, culture clash. So in Japan, if you're fired, you have done something heinous. Typically, they politely ask you to leave via blowballing you or mm-hmm. something like that. It's oh very my god, they're... polite society. So at my job, which I won't name, there's a there's a specific difficult Japanese customer, and they they literally told us because they were unhappy about something. They asked us, "Can we pay you more to get better support?" <laughs> right. The the Japanese which... business culture is very unique, mm-hmm. and a lot and of people so... don't know that. 
yeah, it, with that in mind, I can't immediately be like, Platinum Games bad. In fairness, though, and you'll know more about this, I think, as people of Twitter, the, uh, what is it, the project lead, the owner of Platinum, CEO, I forget what he, he is. He, I think he's like the lead dude. I think he's pretty much the owner and lead dude. If I yeah, he, he's Kamea, just, yeah, yeah, he, uh, apparently dealing with him is like dealing with a three-year-old. Well, well, I have some insight into both of these things. I, I got uh, uh, at least on Twitter. I have some <laughs> historical context. So Kamiya okay. uh, is known for blocking a lot of people, right? Like if you just so much as like say something he doesn't want to hear, he will block you. And that's kind of his brand, right? Uh, he has a history. Yeah, he treats it, he uh-huh. treats it like a game. It's I don't think he's really taking it that seriously. Not at all. Which is why I think more people had an, were annoyed about his reaction to this all. Uh-huh. because it's very clearly he's not taking it seriously, but and then these people are trying to. The people that which... are having this reaction to his reaction don't know him, because, like, exactly. how did you not see that coming? It's like, this is the guy that blocks everyone, uh, and it's like, it used to be a badge of honor to be blocked, or to not be blocked yeah. by him. Right? Uh, I see. Like, Yorha, the, a fan art guy. Yorha that, uh, Yeah, we I followed him through Xenoblade 2. He, mm-hmm. um... Uh, made a, made mention that one time Kamiya unblocked him to make a joke about an art piece he drew. He replied and to then it. reblocked him. He replied with uh, like some weird emoji, like a bunch of Japanese symbols that make a yeah. face to point out that there's a mole on her face that is yeah. in his art, and then he blocked him again. <laughs> so like if you need a, yeah if you need a context <laughs> on how serious he's really taking these I blocks, see. he doesn't. So really the, I love it, Kamiya. He's hilarious. So <laughs> it is like dealing with the three year old, but it's a funny three year old. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's fucking around because he doesn't take Twitter seriously. Which, to be fair, well, most people shouldn't. <laughs> it's insane that people do take social media seriously. Right. Uh, it's just so it's there's a very overblown reaction of people saying, "Look at this coward! I can't believe he's blocking everyone." Like it's not normal. It is normal. He's just getting a lot of reactions because of the recent event, and so he's doing what he always does to more people. Yeah. And to be fair, he probably can't read half their fucking comments. That's so he yeah. probably has no idea what their his fucking English is very about. bad. Um, and right yeah, he now, Google translates to put it up if I remember correctly. Right now, he's blocking everyone who responds to him in English, whether it's positive or negative. He does, he's not yeah. reading the messages. But, yeah. yeah, that's the big thing. Is it's like you, you, we could skew this to be him, you know, dodging criticism, but uh, I, I think he's just blocking everyone because that's what he does. Also, I don't think he, I don't think he realizes he's even being criticized. So, as game director who doesn't speak English very well, uh, making a Japanese game funded by Nintendo. How responsible do you think he really is for whatever real offer this lady got? Oh, no, that's what I was saying earlier. It's not at all. Probably, probably not at all. Also, yeah, Nintendo I, I bet you it's not even Platinum Games. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, this is one thing that a lot of people don't... I feel like it's like one of those like unspoken things that people either know or they don't. Very few companies own their localization. Mm-hmm. Also, like, like even, Nintendo even Nintendo has who does... They, they usually have Nintendo but, usually has offices in uh, their major co- countries that they work in. I think it's mm-hmm. like they've got you know Nintendo US and there's probably a Nintendo Europe or four depending. So I just yeah I, I don't think they're the ones that facilitated the offer in the first place. Like this is a Nintendo oh. title. Like Nintendo's the publisher. I think they own the rights too. Yeah. Like, Honestly, what probably happened was. Uh, who, whatever company didn't want to work with Helena, lowballed her so that she would, you know, she wouldn't take the insulting offer, uh, so they could get Jennifer Hale. Then, uh, you know, the 
the Twitter crowd, you know, Helena, whoever, you know, everybody that is on the Bannett bandwagon are trying to shout to mommy and daddy that the big brother took away their toys. Well, no, I see. I, I don't think that's quite it either, though. I think really what's happening is she was probably paid the a reasonably similar amount. Like, obviously, time has changed, but I'd say comparatively a very similar amount for one and two as well. And I think the reason why that is is because session you're usually paid by session. And in a, in a single player game like that, there's only going to be a few sessions. Mm-hmm. So they probably hit her with 4K, but they probably didn't tell her 4K. They probably said this amount per session. Mm-hmm. And she equated it to 4,000 by adding how many she, sessions mm-hmm. she was probably booked for. And that's that's actually normal in the industry. That's that's honestly not even my problem. My problem is that it is normal in the industry for well, them to lowball the living shit out of the voice actors. And that well, goes right. for Western and Eastern. Like that, That's not... That's not like unique to this lady. And that was the reason I thought she was really cringy. Uh-huh. It's like she's pretending like this is a her problem and that Platinum is, you know, fucking her over. It's like, no, they're doing what literally every company does. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're paying they you a, the amount that everyone is going to pay you. They repla- unless you have a union batting for you. Right. And they replaced her with like the biggest union lady that there is. Who's probably getting yeah. paid way more than 4000 Right. So, oh, yeah. yeah it, 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 it was one of those moments where like, I, I'm pretty certain she was leaving all that out. She probably knew full well what the fuck was going on. And that's the part that I had a problem with. She is lying to all these people and and giving them a false perspective on all of it. And she has no fucking sweet clue what she's talking about. Also, I mean, mean, she does, but she's pretending that she doesn't. What bothers me about her story is that she waited until really close to release to set this information out. Like she could have drummed up a bunch of outrage the day she rejected the offer. Right. And then maybe public outrage would make, you know, platinum games, PR, you know, give her a better offer and not hire somebody else. But no, she waited until the game was dubbed already. There's trailers. It's about to come out. It's too late to make it right. She waited until oh, yeah. it was too late to make it right. And it makes me kind of doubt her story. <laughs> there's there's a lot of it that I don't like. You know? And, you know, to your credit, Vic, the, I've seen uh, somebody pointing out the math on it. And yeah. Bayonetta 1 and 2 had extremely... Like Bayonetta speaks actually a, a lot less than many single player hero, heroes and heroines. Yeah, it's, um, it's mostly grunts and groans, the odd one liner, and then like the cutscenes, which are yeah, like she m- had, three to five hours at most. Yeah, she had it was something ridiculously low, like twenty six hundred voice lines in, in yeah. you know this game between the two games because they got to reuse a lot of the uh, inconsequential lines. Um, so yeah, no, she didn't do a lot of voice acting work for Bayonetta because yeah. there wasn't a lot of voice acting work. Yeah, and and uh, I think one of her arguments too is that like she made Bayonetta, and it's like you know what in the Western world, sure, I, I think that's something you could argue, but that doesn't mean that you somehow get special treatment. And it's like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I want the industry to change. I, I think voice actors should be paid more. I think there's really no harm in giving them like a small bit of royalties for like X amount of years. Like, especially today where voice actors are becoming more prolific, they're becoming celebrities in and of themselves. And then, you know, someone could counterpoint me if they want and be like, well, no, they don't deserve that. And blah, 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 blah. You know, East versus West and whatever you want to argue. But then you can look at like, like look at Studio Ghibli films, look at, uh, the the Mario film that's coming out. All of those actors, because they're not they're not they're not voice actors. These are like actors, like Chris Pratt and and so on, mm-hmm. are being paid millions of fucking dollars. 
Yeah, where if they had picked a VA, even a famous VA, that you know they would have been lucky to break seven figures. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at Troy Baker. He's, I mean, not so much anymore, but he was prolific. Uh, uh-huh. uh, no, Nolan North or you know, speaking and of Troy all Baker, those people, they they don't they don't they don't get paid any more than these small tier voice actors because they can get away with paying them that. Right. So, so speaking of Troy Baker, remember Metal Gear Solid Five, right? Troy Baker yeah. did Ocelot, <laughs> replacing uh, Zimmerman, who was also the voice director of Metal Gear Solid Five. So he wasn't like fired or anything; he was yeah. the voice director, um, and he was traditionally the voice of Ocelot, you know, all the way up through Metal Gear Solid Four, excluding Metal Gear Solid Three because he was young. <laughs> and so, you know, Troy Baker did that, and that was fine, I thought. <laughs> um, but what was controversial was the casting of Keith or Sutherland as Big Boss. Yeah. Like, what did you think yeah. of that? Because I don't think that was the problem with Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, I actually no. kind of liked his performance, even though there wasn't very many lines. Now, I think the issue with Five was just that I don't even think Kojima wanted to make it the way it was. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it was. I don't think it was his vision more than it was the company. No place for him. Hideo, right? <laughs> yeah, really. And and it, the game was just boring. I, I I'm just gonna come out and say it. it was just boring to play. Well, in a I stealth action in, game, I yeah. love stealth and I love action. I love shooting. I don't care if it's first or third. The game just didn't do any of them in the way that I wanted it to. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a stealth action game that stealth actually lowered your rating because it took too long to yeah. do uh-huh. mission. Which I is just... very clear to me that they they clearly didn't QA test it oh, for long it enough. It was mm-hmm. almost it was more of an arcade game, honestly. Yeah, I just I love that subtle jab where in Act Two when they're exiling Huey, uh, his glasses get swapped out for Kojima's glasses, which were in the game already because he was in the game yeah. in Ground Zeroes, because. It was like it felt like a cry for help, like a blink twice if you're okay moment. It's like yeah, yeah. it's the scene where they're exiling Huey, but his glasses are suddenly different, and they're Kojima's glasses, his signature glasses. Like, is what is he saying here? <laughs> yeah, and, and then he quits after the game's made. It's like, oh, yeah, it was a cry for help. Like, I'm also yeah. wondering too, because I know I know for Cowboy Bebop, it's true that the the English version is considered like across the board, no matter where you're from, the best. I think wasn't Metal Gear Solid also the same way, or at least in terms of like in, in Kojima's eyes? I think that was a myth. Uh, so was that a myth? Okay, it, that, it, that's what I'm asking. The thing because it, feels... it kind of pertains to the bayonetta thing a little bit. Right. Is why I was curious. So the thing that fuels that myth is that the remake of Metal Gear Solid One, Metal Gear Solid One, the Twin Snakes on the GameCube, only had English dub. There was no Japanese dub, but that wasn't because Kojima liked the English better. That ev- that's what everyone thought. That was the myth, right? Oh, I but see. It was some other complication that prevented it from happening. Fair okay. enough. Um, yeah. So to kind of give a. Uh... A you know we were talking about money involved, so according to ZipRecruiter, which has wide ranges but is widely also regarded as a pretty accurate assessment of averages. So, if, for you entry level voice actors out there, thirteen to thirty one thousand dollars a year, mid level. Right. So probably five to ten years of experience. Well, no. Up to five years experience, I'll say, because probably five to ten is the experienced voice experience actor. is a bit different in the voice acting world. It, I mean, it, while obviously experience usually equates if you if you came in with just a really good voice and a really good role, you could shoot up that tier quite a bit I faster see. than like so, years. But all right. So the mid regardless mid level voice actors, sixty nine. Nice. Thousand dollars. Seven. <laughs> to eighty-seven thousand dollars, and then experience—that's where we're breaking six figures, baby. Yeah, uh, eleven, one hundred and eleven thousand to two hundred thousand. 
and that's probably Why? talking less than like anime and games too. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably like bigger projects. That's gonna be the voice actors that get in like a billion roles yearly, right? Like mm-hmm. Nolan. That North, too, yeah. Right. Um, right. Like for example, well, I mean, that's what they have to do. Like Vic, you and I are pretty big fans of uh, of Kira Buckland, right? But she's not in that yeah. many things, so she's definitely not making six figures. But I think no, she's, she, she's, she's talented. She's and trying experienced. to. She's oh. trying to make money off of Twitch because she. Yeah. Needs it. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's where a lot of voice actors are turning right now. Uh-huh. They're I, turning to I, Twitch and using their their fame as a level of, of a way to build an audience. Yeah. So I've actually got pertinent information. Video games, two hundred to three hundred dollars an hour is the going rate. Seems, seems so right. yeah, almost yeah. That sounds about she right. She was being offered appropriate wages. Yeah, yeah. So almost that, that certainly, Helena right. was being offered a reasonable wage for her time and effort. Because and... if I remember correctly, the SEG after contract. This is an old one. I think they've changed several times since this point that I'm talking about. I think it was about eight hundred dollars for a two to four hour session. Yeah, yeah. So that's so about that's right. more than what's listed there. But they were also trying to get more. Which they, realistically, I think voice actors should be paid relative. To they should be paid what they're working I mean, also, on. But two hundred dollars an hour for my time isn't that terrible. No, I mean, that's pretty I wouldn't good. be mad about being. Dylan, would you be mad about getting paid two hundred dollars an hour? To be I fair, mean, you're not going to be working eight hours. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're working like maybe like ten oh, yeah. hours a week. It if would be you're nice. Lucky. Yeah, like oh, I make I good mean, money now, but I don't make that kind of. I money. mean, if I made two thousand dollars a week for working ten hours, I would accept that. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, it's still <laughs> great. It's just that once that rolls over, you don't. You know, your next role right, is right. No, this is right? it's gig work. Mm-hmm. By, yeah. by it, no... it's it's contractor work in a way, right? Yeah, like I'm not. I'm being facetious about it. No, but, I got uh, you. I got you. I mean, yeah. if you're if you're consistently landing roles and you ain't got no worry in the world about if, whether you're getting a role or not, oh yeah, you're probably swimming in cash. Mm-hmm. Well, as long I mean, as you're being paid appropriately. I mean, that's the whole Kyle McCarley thing I was talking about the other night with mm-hmm. Mob Psycho. They wanted to pay him 150 fucking dollars, like for the whole role. Oh yeah, like, that's oh, why he oh. didn't take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, honestly, the, the, they're not they're not forced <laughs> to pay you reasonably. <laughs> One of the things I see with a lot of voice actors uh, is them finding alternatives to just voice acting. Like you've got your Troy Baker, you've got your mm-hmm. Nolan North, but you know, Troy probably Baker where they're music. making. I was gonna say yep. where they make a lot of their extra money is like music. Nolan North with just he shows up to how many conventions a year? Tons. They pay him a lot of oh. money. That man lives and breathes his 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 job too. Like right. he he really does. Um, and uh, both of them actually, funny enough, had a fucking YouTube channel for a long time together where they would just play games, and they made money through that too. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fuck, Matt Matt Mercer. Yep. Yeah, oh, Matt yeah. Mercer. He's yeah, more critical more role. famous now for Critical Role than for any of his old voice yep. acting. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny thing about that too is, uh, I think. I think at this point, I don't even think he pay, picks up roles anymore because he just fucking does critical role. Well, I mean, and he's making royalties off of the anime. Yeah, he's making so, so much money off of critical role just as a whole. I think he, he doesn't have to work ever again. Probably not. No, it, 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 even before that, he was a YouTuber before that with uh, I think it was DM tips or some shit. Yeah, where uh, Geek and Sundry was was paying him to. Yeah, no, that's just where talk D&D. Diesel happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the one shot with Vin Diesel. Yeah. Mm. So speaking of working, famous Vin way. Diesel. Uh, sorry, famous YouTuber Vin Diesel. <laughs> yes. Yep. Ah. Oh, what is it? Street Shark. 
<laughs> so gig work, you know, you never know when the next meal comes. You never know when the next job comes. 4000 is like three months rent. That's not bad, but it's also kind of low. But like it costs a lot more money to have consistent talent that's on all the time. Uh, which brings us to our next topic. I was going to say, Dylan, <laughs> what if your talent is sinking your ship? Right. So, <laughs> you know, um, oh, hold on. I want to quote something. Uh, want, give me a minute. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, we'll be right somebody... back after these commercial messages. I, yeah, I was I'm say, not fucking logged in. The, uh, line? Well, <laughs> while Dylan does that, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll kind of like cap off our, our Bayonetta talk. I think, honestly, it's just one of those like shitty situation moments where like, the industry will eventually change, but it was never Platinum Games' fault. And it's not her fault for wanting more either, but it is the timing. The timing of it all really just the timing. The looks at her looking storm. for clout yeah. or something akin to that, right? She yeah. wasn't looking to get a rollback. No. It's too late. So, Dylan, are you still looking? But That's fine if you are. I was going to quote up. Adam Sessler. We're going to talk about G4. Oh, well, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and do that if you've got it up. No, I, I scrolled down too far, and I was like, you got to log in to Twitter. Oh, I was going to say, while uh, you did that, I was going to do the value for value uh, plug. Oh, you know what? We can talk about value for value. I got some announcements, too. Um, oh, okay. Why don't we do that, and then you can log into Twitter and cry, you know, cry <laughs> that you had to do that. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a value for value production. Uh, <laughs> and what that means is that if you get a new uh, podcast app, newpodcastapps.com, you can load your wallet with some Satoshis. That's a, a, div- a small division of a Bitcoin. You can buy them through Cash App. It's not hard. Um, that allows you to stream sats to us if you have a modern podcasting app. I like Fountain FM, but also Podverse is pretty cool. That Podverse is actually embedded on our website, Melomancy.cafe. So if you don't have a modern podcast app and you just want to try it, like you can just go to Melomancy Cafe and you can like install the little web app with your phone. Or if you're on the web browser, it's, it's right there. Uh, it's really cool. So, um, Dylan, what's this Melomancy Cafe? Melomancy.cafe is our new forum. It just launched. It's still, like, finding its audience. There's really nobody on it right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we need people to show up for there to be an gonna audience. I'm not going to lie to you. We haven't really started using it yet. But it's there. It's up. You can make an account right now. Um, every time we make one of these episodes, I'm going to make a thread to discuss the episode. Um, there's Our first one was for the last episode when we announced the forum launched in the fucking first place. Um and I'm going to keep doing that until the forum works because the value forums accrue value over time because you have all this like bridge post history and stuff like so we're not like totally jumping on board with the forum just yet. But like in time, we will. And then in 10 years from now, like you'll look back on the forum and be like, ah, I'm really glad I made that because <laughs> you'll be able to look oh. at all those old posts very easily and it'll yeah, be and, fun. Yeah. And honestly, outside of this stuff, we're pretty normal people. In fact, I like to think we're pretty normal people in the podcast, too, which is part of our value in the podcast, uh, where we talk about dumb shit everybody in the Extreme Wings do. Um, uh-huh. And uh, one of the things that, you, you know, you come to our forums and you want to hit us up, we've got people in the community that play basically every sort of video game there is, uh, like... We'll get to we'll get to it later, but we even have people that play Overwatch too. God rest their souls. God, what an awful game! So, um, I hear the game is actually really <laughs> good. <laughs> but anyways, yes, I'm digressing. You guys come to the forums though, and we can hang out and, uh, and we can talk shit can, about G4. So we um, can talk shit about G4. Yes. So speaking how, of how do you deal with Sessler's soapbox? So. <laughs> The tweet I'm looking for appears to be deleted. 
Uh, so <laughs> smart. I'll, I'll tell you what it says in a minute. Um, but uh, one more note about value for value. Um, if you just don't like crypto, you don't want to get Satoshi's, you're not on board with the new model. There is another way to support us now that I just set up. So odyssey.com, which is where the the stream uploads are going. Of course, we don't upload the video of the stream anymore. So if you're not here when we're live, you're going to miss it. But um, the audio is also available on Odyssey. If you prefer not to use a podcasting app and you want to use an actual website that resembles YouTube, there's odyssey.com. And Odyssey has cash tips and memberships, very similar to YouTube memberships. It's actually a competitor to Patreon. There's three tiers. They all do the same thing. They're all like $5 apart. There's like a $5, a $10, and I think I think the third one's $25. Well, like, I don't want to put a price on what we do because you set the value, not us, right? So if you think, uh, if you want to donate recurring, I have three tiers available for you to pick from, or you can send cash tips of whatever size you want, uh, or you can do Satoshis like we just explained. You set the value. If you're finding value in our show, send it back. If not... I mean, you can keep listening, freeloader. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. We're not going to stop making the show because you're not paying. It's fun. I like this. Yeah. But, you know, uh, if certain things add value, we want that. That's the feedback mechanism is is the money, right? Like, if you want us to talk about a specific thing, you want to send a boostagram and request to talk about a certain topic or maybe some episodes and the topics within them are more interesting to you than others. Like our signal for like what you're interested in is uh, what episodes get sats which episodes get donations so like make your voice heard um and join the forum so let's talk about g4 we like you (laughs) so there was a tweet uh so yesterday the news hit um that g4 tv was officially going under like they are officially closing their doors you know uh and adam sessler you know the 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 chud at the top of the of the fucking shit ladder right i don't know Uh, frost (laughs) might dethrone him uh, true um, but this, so this Sessler guy, right? He was with the old G4. Um, he's a Coke addict that likes to t- tell people to go dox people that disagree with you. Um, he is, he's got so many problems. He's got a lot of he, problems and a lot of bad opinions. He fell so far. Although to be fair, yeah, you know, this might be a hot take, but I don't even really think he carried X play back in the day. No, it, oh, no it, was, it, was, it was Morgan. Uh, oh, Morgan. Well, there's Morgan a reason they had uh, Adam it. playing the dumb guy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I don't even I don't even think it was they had him playing that way. I think she just was more knowledgeable than he was. Oh yeah, well I mean one of them's a game developer, the other one is a failed TV host. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I mean literally you can directly contrast his work on X Play to people who get shoehorned into game dev because they're failed journalists. Well, I found the tweet. He didn't I, delete. I, it. I, I I'll <laughs> I'll I'll stay I'll stick by that statement too. So his his first tweet since G four was uh, announced. Well. And when I say announced, I mean some journalists covered it before the people that work there found out, which was kind of shitty, right? Well, it was an internal email that got leaked. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. So the first tweet that that this Adam guy posts, um, he says, I'm going to quote him. I have it in front of me. I want to send my best. uh, Sorry. I quote, want to send my best wishes to some of the best and most talented people I've ever worked with. Please hit me up. There's any way I can help. You're all too awesome not to find your way. Big love. And then he immediately responds with another tweet. And I quote, and to those misguided who need to send vitriol, go right ahead. I'll keep taking your hits like I have for 20 years, and I'll still be here caring about the good people who got jacked. What an attitude, right? Like, that's pretty positive, right? So, yeah, 
That is that's a fine. Attitude. That's totally fine. The rest of his tweets since then have been absolutely oh, unhinged. I was gonna say, I was <laughs> waiting being, for being a murder guy. is kind of cringe. <laughs> I, though, like, I'll be real. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna read yeah. some. It, of the it's not a, it's not bad, but it, it's like. Come on, man! Like, I've Kobe been taking shield. your hits for twenty hit, years. Hit me, not them. It's like that's that's nobody's like, been talking like, shit, man. Fuck off. So yeah, other than Frost, nobody's been talking shit about it. Anybody that works at G four, right? So <laughs> yeah. let me let me read some other gold nuggets here. So I mean, no, none of them deserve like death threats or anything, obviously. But you, you get it's where I'm the going internet. It's how we say hello mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so, unfortunately. <laughs> Sessler has been quote retweeting like mad, right? So here, here's some some gold nuggets after that tweet I just read. So. Uh, Robin Shu 18 uh, twitter.com says your inability to listen to any criticism, no matter how valid for 20 years is staggering. Adam quote retweets this and says your inability to listen to me without any regard for independent thought for 20 years is quite staggering too. And then at Sessler got fired. What a funny name uh, says, name. I'm sure a washed up middle aged man like you will be back on his feet in no time in this roaring economy created by the democratic party. Excited to see your next project. Good luck, sir. And his display name is Employed Republican. Um, that sounds like a like a sock puppet. I, I bet Adam that, wrote that. That that's a <laughs> that is either a very high bait tier account. Yeah. Oh, it almost is. Well, or so, he made it himself. So he I mean, about not, not like sock puppet account, accounts don't exist. <laughs> we but. yeah. So get us a reply, and then we'll kind of talk about Adam and his political leanings. His reply was, "Just ask your mom. I'm doing fine." <laughs> Sock puppet, I tell you, that's got to yeah, be him that, applying that, himself. That does not. That does not sound like the response I would have to that. I mean, Adam's mom would know if he's doing fine or not. Anyways, <laughs> the um, I'm sure he confides in her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, for those who don't know who Adam Sessler is, he was a a uh, television host for a video game show. But be, beyond that, there are these. Ah, uh, we'll call it ten years between then and now, roughly. And oh, I yeah, I, I okay. He, I see beyond being a coke addict, he mostly just sits on Twitter and fights random Republicans on uh-huh. Twitter. It's uh, not even just that. He he literally has this like intrinsic need, a necessity to make people pay attention to him and think that he is correct, even right, well, though at worst he like at best he is like like middle of the road opinions and then uh-huh. most of them fall more towards like hey guys i'm not this those people are bad right haha <laughs> it's like okay we didn't say you were x bad thing to be i'm, I'm just i don't got an well, example okay, offhand, but so, you, you get what i mean he, he's uh-huh. one of those guys that like he, he clearly seems like he's projecting the whole fucking time well you know he's very open like his stance on republicans they're all fascists and nazis uh-huh. take your pick um all of them, all Republicans across the board, in, you know, the ones that keep your electricity running and fix your toilets and shit like that. Yes, those Republicans mm-hmm. that work in this capitalist economy, they're fascist, Nazis and racist. It's funny. He's so highest shit. <laughs> oh, also, and, he got, and he's only um, he, and he's only <laughs> preaching that because it, he feels it's the only way he can fucking get anywhere in his in his like. Oh, he's in for sure. It is one of those people that was like, I I believe this for certain. Please believe me, guys. And it's like, yeah, okay, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's the yin to the uh, Republican or uh, conservative that lives in the woods off grid yang. Fair, yeah. So 
I, I want to read a couple more of these tweets because they get more unhinged as we go. I like this. So obviously that last one was a sock puppet. I'm convinced he was replying to himself. The rest yeah, that, of these that, I'm not that, so that sure. seemed a little inorganic for certain. The yeah. rest of these are way more organic. So let me let me tell you about some of the other ones that he did. Um, so uh, the next one that really made him go off, someone said, got woke, went broke, right? And he, he says, and I quote, do you fuckwits have one writer who knows only one rhyme? Also, like a real adult, unlike your mom, I have multiple incomes. Go fuck a sheep again, you desperate Nazi. What? Wait, what other incomes what? does he have? I mean, he, he won't probably disclose has. Them. <laughs> well, I would not be surprised if he uh, is in some kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know if he's got an author credit or something. I want to say that he's probably. I don't written. think he. He's. I mean that that that's he's in, gotta that, have that's you can't on be, brand. You're right. You, you but. cannot be as useless as Adam Sessler is. Like in a useless field. No offense to any like bloggers that claim they're journalists out there, but that's what Adam is. He's in a fundamentally well, I, use, he, unnecessary field. I don't even think I'd call him a blogger. That's an insult to bloggers. Fair enough. Yeah, IGN produces much better content. Uh, that's such a low bar. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! It is, but that's a big. I like let me it. read you another tweet. Oh yeah, please finish that off. No, no, I'm going to read you a new one. So, um, user at unluck zero nine nine says, "Grown ass man resorting to your mom claps." I, this is how <laughs> grown adults cope. I know, or I guess, sorry, uh, IG, whatever the fuck stands for. Uh, and then Adam quote retweets that and responds quote. I mean, I could consider funding a house candidate in your district that cuts off all federal funding so you have to whore your daughters off to make ends meet while I drive by laughing, or I could make fun of your mom. I mean, he does So Adam says... Okay, so okay, let's break that one down for a second. Let's unpack this for a moment. So he's... Please is do. that not? <laughs> is that not like the exact opposite of what he says he is? Making that oh, yeah, kind of shit? Uh, yeah. Comment? No, basically, that, that's he's saying that, that I could I... be a Republican if I so chose because I have money. He will find candidates so... that will cut funding in your district, so you have to prostitute your daughters. What kind of an insult is that? That is the kind of thing that it's projecting. He's like, I don't like you, so I'm going to make you uh, force your daughters into sex work because sex I work hate is capitalism, bad. Therefore, I shall use <laughs> capitalism to, to to take you down because you said mean things about me on the internet. Like that's a pretty gross <laughs> take. Like that. What does that oh, say about? Fucked... Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> What does oh, that say bad. about how he views women? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I feel bad. That's He's what I'm saying. It, I'm saying is, every yeah. opinion he has said Shit. over Twitter and and in the G4, he doesn't even agree. Doesn't agree. Um. Yeah. So I'm I, I, he is projecting, and I think he's a disgusting suspect of a human being. That That's you know what? There's some examples I could give, but I don't want to. I don't want to falsely claim he is. Uh, what what I have in mind because I don't know, but it, it very much reminds me of uh, a certain group of people that likes to. Um, they're, they're not big into people their age. Uh-huh. Ah, I see. You one might say that you <laughs> I, can find him on the map if you tried hard enough. I, uh, I see. I I don't think I, I don't have evidence, I, so I don't want to claim it. That's all. I I, I, I don't mean, I don't like falsely what? claiming that on people. I feel like mm-hmm. that's yeah, a very. You're right. You shouldn't falsely claim that. But I do. Want My to name's point not Adam that... Sessler, so I'm not going to falsely claim anyone. <laughs> well, I was going to point out that Adam Sessler is a rich white man. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I want to call out one more tweet. 
Oh, you got another one? Well, there's Man, a bunch of... There's, there's, lots there's of, much more than that. Lots yeah. of shots in this chamber. I know. I there's so many, like, really low-effort responses he's made where he's, quote, retweeted people and made your mom jokes, which they don't. those quote retweets don't have very many replies, so they kind of look desperate to me. Uh, but then 36 minutes ago, uh, he tweets, and I quote, Big shout-out tonight to those that run G4 for making my life more miserable than usual when I have barely been working for them in the first place. In for a penny, in for a pounding. For your bullshit. So now he's trying to backpedal and say, well, I didn't really work for them much. It wasn't really I mean, my job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was only one of the headliners for them. No biggie. Uh, mm. So his net worth is listed at 300000 That My is- net worth is more than that. I was gonna, yeah. I mean, maybe it's all in his. Hey, you know what? Maybe he's embezzled all his money to his wife, or maybe he lives in California and can't afford property, so his net worth he is based is... on other assets that are harder yes. to accrue. He does live in San Francisco. My net okay, worth so is only not, higher not, because not I own the a house. worst, but definitely not. Definitely still really fucking bad. Although there are some other ones. I mean, money wise. I mean, we we can argue whether yeah. it's a good spot to live or not. So um, that was the celebrity net worth. I say argue. Um, the I digital agree. net worth. Oh, uh, I, w- I want you to guess one more thing. Oh, oh what, what, what do does he th- say about somebody else's mom? Well, what do you think he changed his bio to? I don't know. It used to say, you know, so and so for G four, right? So what what do you think it says now? Freelancer. No. Oh. Guess again. Games expert. No, one more guess. Ooh, no, that that's that's too insulting. He wouldn't do that. He'd be too afraid to show his colors like that. I'll, I'll tell you. His bio currently says, still woke, not broke. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's copium. It's copium. Yeah. It is. <laughs> As the kids say, copium. Yeah, man. Dude, this guy is... I don't know. Like, on one hand, I feel bad for making fun of him because, like... Uh, I, I just don't. Well, it feels, you know, it's It's like people on the internet. I don't know. It's like being the kid that gets beat up. uh And then, like, when you're the kid that gets beat up and you pick somebody else to bully because they're even lower on the totem pole than you, that's where Adam Sessler is, except for he has, Uh like, rich parents or a rich wife in this case. It's like there's a lot of people who I do like on the internet who are saying the same thing. It's not really uh, nice to make fun of people for losing their job. And there's people at G4 that did not contribute to the reasons why it failed. In fact, no, I, th- I can only think of two that did. But if I worked there, I would be looking for <laughs> so, a job immediately yeah. and that happened. Like, how do they still fall for this? Like, No, and, and don't even get me wrong. If Adam wasn't such a greaseball for 20 plus years now, I don't think I would have given him any shit. I would have been like, well, that, damn, that sucks. He, but he kind of made his bed and then that would have been where I left it. Uh-huh. But yeah, that he see, needs to fight... And uh, no offense to anybody that's you know tweeting at Sessler, but that he needs to fight nobodies on Twitter. Just to tells me how much. No, I, I feel like most people that are like shouting at him realize what they are. That's oh not... well, actually, in fairness, they're they're lot... using Twitter to shitpost the... oh, at yeah. a guy who is a very easy target. The fact oh, that he's even replying they're... to them is a victory for them. I yeah. I was going to lead into that to be like, <laughs> yeah, they're they're getting something out of it. Otherwise they wouldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. So like, it doesn't matter he's whether reacting, or not nobody's he's giving them a response. Uh, yeah. He's obviously triggered and distraught. He's probably been drinking. Um, one of his tweets, I, I won't read it verbatim, but like in between all those, your mom jokes, he talks, he, he writes a little bit of a longer tweet about how he just had a very good therapy session. By the way, men need therapy. 
uh, is basically what he said. It's like, well, maybe you need therapy. Like, <laughs> you got problems, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, he, the fact that he takes everything so personally is probably a sign that he's got some deeper seated issues that he's a narcissist. From I think he's ball. a narcissist. I think that's a deeper seated issue, though. Being I a narcissist is an issue. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, I think he just consumes way too much cocaine. He consumes that, way too much cocaine. Or it, could, it, it could be that too. He thinks he's game journalism Jesus because he's been doing it for so long and G4 was a really cool thing back in the day. It was, but I'm going to be honest. As much as I appreciated the male hosts out there, that's not why I watched G4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was watching for Morgan Webb or uh, I was watching Olivia for the gameplay Mine. videos and the trailers. You know what? <laughs> I, I got to be real. Oh, I, the video games were important too. Asmund Gold recently did, talked about it because and I didn't really agree with the idea that everyone was there just to see like, the hot women. Sure, that's great and all. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think I was named Frost. I think she was wrong about that. I mean, sure, people are making comments about it, but everyone, obviously there were some people there. There are women that. on the internet. They're going but to be objectified. That's part of it, the yeah. brand. It, it, it sucks, but it, yeah, it should have been at least partly expected. Yeah. Um, it's just, it but shocks the, 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 me. The issue. Like, they insulted their audience. Frost literally told them, don't watch if you don't like what you're hearing. And then their ratings went into the hole. Their YouTube ratings went in the hole, and they shut down. How did they not see this coming? Yeah, but like the, the main issue that I had with it all is that it's not even so much like she she's allowed to stick up for herself. Fuck mm-hmm. it, it oh, maybe yeah, a little absolutely. cringe that she's doing it in the way she did it, but like that's fine. The issue wasn't even that. It's that she literally attacked everybody, mm-hmm. or more specifically, all of the male viewers. Even though it wasn't just the male viewers, women like hot women too. That's the straight or not. That that's that has nothing to do with like it. Not entirely to do. We with all men. like being around pretty people. Yes, exactly. It it it. But like the the other side of it is that it's not even that too. It it's that not every man, and I, I know it's anecdotal, but I, I'm definitely I I didn't think that anything really mattered. I was just there like, oh cool, video games. I like video games. Video games on my TV. That's great. Video games are coming up in the world. That's where yeah. my kid brain was. Mm-hmm. And you know, even thinking back, it's like Morgan Webb wasn't like booth babe tier. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't just eye candy. She dressed. She out. looked great. Yeah, don't get me I wrong. I'm not. Dressed, I'm not. Not trying to not say she's like down, an ugly person she or anything. Professionally, but, yeah, yeah. But like, and, and they she... all dress professionally on the show when they were doing their boot babe stuff. Like Olivia Munn did a slave fair, man, in fairness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but even then, Morgan, I didn't. I didn't even think about it until someone mentioned it. She was mostly just really knowledgeable about the shit she talked about mm-hmm. yeah that, that's what i remember that video game on tv wow my hobby is valid yeah because you grew up in an area where video game hobby it was not valid yeah exactly so it, it's yeah. one of those moments where like obviously there's some people that were there especially people that were probably a little older that were mm-hmm. there because video game and hot women you know it's that's fine that's fair i wouldn't even say that wasn't even a thing but to say that everyone was or even that everyone was there in like a disrespectful manner Yes, that's, I, that's I did. a blanket statement. That's that's generalizing. That's obviously people aren't going to like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I I have enough about me to know that she's probably not talking about me. But there's a lot of people that don't, or even if right. they do, they don't like being equated to that because then people and who so don't equate them to it. They were do. It was a gamble what they are doing, like with reviving yeah. G four for cable, right? Because like, who has fucking cable? I don't know a single person with cable TV except my mother. Yeah, I don't. My, my parents do, but 
that's that's it. Who the I fuck has cable? Use... Everyone's watching YouTube and Twitch, and they had a presence on YouTube and Twitch, but they didn't invest in it. No, they did not. It they was all care. on cable, and uh, they told you fuck off. And it's like, yeah. well, it was a burden for me to watch you on cable, so I'm just gonna not do that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they blew their chance. Like G4, you know, it brought our hobbies to the silver screen for the first time and made us feel valid. And now. They've returned to the silver screen, and nobody has cable anymore. And it's like, what are you doing? I'm not there. Who are you catering to? <laughs> yeah, they. It, it, and then when the people that do show up, they get told to fuck something. off. Like, yeah. Who were they making the show for? Nobody at that point. <laughs> it, it was a. Uh, it was doomed from the start, but uh, they certainly uh, kept putting holes in the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think that's ultimately the, the issue. I mean, honestly. They shouldn't have brought back Adam. I think he is too far gone at this point. He was going to be controversial no matter what. Even if you fully agreed with him. Uh-huh. Didn't matter. The fact that he is so vitriolic would have been the, was the problem entirely. He literally advocated then, for doxing people whose political opinions you don't agree with. Exactly. It's unforgivable. So, <laughs> I, I would say that like bringing him back, bad idea. No, nobody really gave a shit about him in the first place anyways. It was no. a weird, weird choice to bring him back. He was wasn't even that great on X Play back in the day, at all. You weren't there for him, at all. Like it's not even like she was the the eye candy to his uh, to his word. She was literally lady who also talks about the video games. Good. I'm just here. Uh-huh. So it's like, why didn't they bring back Morgan instead? Wasn't she on the show briefly? I don't even remember. Was she? I don't remember. I don't think I, I don't didn't think watch I saw it. her. To be fair, cable. I didn't watch it very much either, but I don't think she was. Maybe she was. she was. Someone can tell me if she was or not, but I, I don't. At least she wasn't like, she wasn't propped up. She wasn't given any like uh-huh. space. I think she should have been the, like the main host because she was really good back then. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe she's washed up now. I don't know. I don't know who, what she she's is. She's a game developer. Or okay, she, she's still a game developer, but like in terms of like being a host, she maybe maybe she's washed up. But I don't know. I mean, she probably doesn't want to do it anymore. She doesn't have to. Like, that's probably fair. Yeah. Also, this this company Comcast, right, is the management type that will you know leak internal emails to to journalists that will tell the employees that they've been laid off before they ever find out from their own. Yeah, boss. yeah, that's pretty that's fucked up thought. too. Yeah. Holy oh shit. yeah, no, it was all bad. Um, I don't think that there's. Uh, oh no, I don't think it was a good uh, a good idea to bring G four back. But you know, them's the no. breaks, and now here's where that, we are. That that's the main takeaway is that G four shouldn't have come back. It, it was necessary back when it came out. It's no longer necessary. Uh-huh. That that's that's the moral. It we don't make need our we don't need valid. TV to make us valid anymore because uh-huh. most people don't fucking use TV. I don't even own a TV. <laughs> I mean, I own a TV, but I use it for my PC and my PlayStation Five. That's it. There's no, uh-huh. nothing else hooked up to it. So. My monitors are as big <laughs> as TVs. <laughs> yeah, all we're missing are this TV is actually monitors. really good too because. <laughs> I, you know, I'm sure someone's gonna be like, "Oh, 60 hertz, ugh, gross." But I, I, I don't, I don't like that having gross. anything more. I actually like, I like 60. I'm so, fine with 60. Unless we come up with something better, <laughs> that's the episode title. I don't even own a TV. There you go. Ah, I've officially gotten one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So you got uh, Rick going up in the world. Hey guys, do you want to tell me about what happened at TwitchCon? Because I don't know. Oh yeah, oh, speaking God. of things crashing and burning, yeah, um, yeah that's a nightmare. Do you have the scoop? Because I know. So there was that that porn star that got her back blown out in the bad way. 
<laughs> she jumps into the ball pit and like broke her, her spine. I don't even think she's a porn star, is she? I think she, she might have OnlyFans. Not... Oh, oh, you. Oh, was she doing? Was uh-huh. she doing porn when her back got blown out? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, she was okay. a TwitchCon. So, <laughs> so TwitchCon was was a shit show because there's a bunch of other things. So I, I'll t- I'll touch on one of the lighter notes that I feel like a lot of people link to me. They're like, "Oh, victim, look how funny this is." I'm like, "Yeah, but it's been like that forever." And there was a sign at the entrance of TwitchCon that said, "Welcome to TwitchCon. No streaming." <laughs> so okay you know what if you don't know any what? better that sounds fucking stupid but no, the reason I get they don't want to do it is because not all streamers show their face on camera they don't want it's like they want everyone <laughs> to be able to show the twitchcon and so they don't want people vlogging while they're there i almost uh, feel like okay. if you care about that sort of thing you should wear a fucking mask that's what i said honestly i was like you know what i feel like that's it should be you shouldn't be restricting everyone for like a small few that could mm-hmm. also just Wear but it may just be something that uh, most of their users preferred in some way, shape, or form. Maybe they wanted to be able to not have to constantly stream, including while while they're at TwitchCon. Maybe they that's probably to fair to enjoy too. the like con of give, of give being... them a vacation. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's plenty of reasons. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I didn't think it was as cringy as everyone tried to say it was. It's kind of what I was getting at. It's like it's understandable. I don't think it it's really that funny... big of a deal. It is funny though, especially funny like night. yeah. Little it literally just says. It's just like no, and then streaming. <laughs> so um, some, you know, helpful Twitter user decided to put together a thread of everything that they thought went wrong. How about I just read it to you verbatim? Oh, yeah, please, fuck it. That'll you. be a lot easier than me trying to pull it from memory. Yeah. yeah. Now, some of these tweets are deleted, uh, but um, I will uh. do what I can. So this person at Astrahara, um, I'll, I'll link the thread in the show notes because I think this is super helpful. Um, I'm going to quote what they say. A thread of everything that went wrong at TwitchCon that I've seen on my timeline because some people think it's exaggeration. Thread, please retweet even if you well, don't care. I can tell you it TwitchCon. isn't, but yeah. So, disclaimer, I'm not at TwitchCon. This is all tweets I've seen on my timeline. Feel free to add. Uh, first tweet unavailable. Second tweet unavailable. Third, from Shroombies. FYI, if you're coming to the party and haven't made it yet, don't bother bringing a bag. They're turning away all bags bigger than like a fanny pack. If at most, if you have food or drink, they're going to make you throw it out. So, uh, yikes. Uh, next one. Weird. This is a PSA because the same person. Uh, this is a PSA because I'm hearing it happen again. If staff tells you you can go up and meet and greet area before the con opens for the day, do not go. Just go to the normal lineup and do not uh, to get to the general floor. They will make you leave the meet and greet early. That's dumb. Sounds like mismanagement. Um, Probably. The next tweet is a picture of a tweet um, saying, I took george's water at twitchcon i don't know who george is but i guess people are so thirsty they're stealing from the tables at the convention hall uh <laughs> like the, the that's actually kind of funny yeah um this next one uh from if only they let them bring water in yeah really this next one is quoting uh somebody named at quackstoria the fact that there were people trying to trample the people in wheelchairs to get into this fucking panel is disgusting, and security was doing nothing. We literally had to yell at security officials to let the people with the wheelchairs through. And that's going to be a theme, as I read this thread ahead of time. Uh, <laughs> if you had a wheelchair, fuck, get <laughs> fuck people on wheelchairs. Got it. Uh, apparently. <laughs> this next one is from... But not in a good way. A- yeah, Twitch only cares about blind people, Dylan. Right. <laughs> So uh, this next tweet comes from at Songly underscore Uwu says, hey, guys, so me and my friends waited in the meet and greet line and all the people I had a really bad flare up with my POTS. I don't know what that stands for. It's probably some condition. And two of my friends helped me get out to breathe. When we went back in, security was nothing but rude to us and did not let us back inside. 
Um, yikes. Well, that's beautiful. <laughs> this next one comes from at uh, Nico is hiding. Armbands or something. Right? We've been at the meet and greet line since 4 a.m. I started the line. Helped people to get their badges. We were so excited since we were the first people in line. Now it's all gone because TwitchCon's poor planning, uh, giving security wrong information. Not sure what they mean by that. I'm guessing they didn't go, despite being first. Damn. That's insane that you could be first in the line and at still not 4 go. And just be told no. I would ask for a refund, honestly. Holy oh, on, well, yeah, honestly, at that point, I'd be calling my, because uh, this is the kind of thing I use my credit card for. Mm-hmm. I'd be calling my bank and refuting the charges. It'd be like, look, mm-hmm. the, the they did not deliver at all. And uh, yeah, I don't care if I get blackballed from any more Twitch cons because I'd never show up again either. Oh, POTS, it's uh, postural, or I'm not going to be able to say this, tachycardia syndrome. Basically, huh. it's just different uh, ways of standing or existing or laying down or whatever uh, can cause your heart rate to do different things. Interesting. So they probably had to take, take a breath of fresh air to get their heart rate uh, come down or something. Let okay. me continue on this thread. So this next one comes from Twitter user at Mousy underscore May. As a person who tried to get into the Dream SMP panel, let me tell you how it went. I was oh, being pushed around in my wheelchair. My dad trying to help me, having a panic attack and almost a tick attack. There were people passing out. Everyone was so squished together. One out of question mark. I'm not clicking on the thread. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it gets worse. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's a Jesus, though. summarization. Yeah. Like the okay, so <laughs> I I get that these are celebrities. I don't know who they oh, are. Oh no, 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 no. Like like ninety percent of them aren't is is the issue. Uh, a I lot mean, of people I've go to TwitchCon in an attempt to get clout. I see. I've heard of Dream. I don't know who Dream is, what they stream, or any of that shit. I just know I've heard the name before mentioned in context, so they have to be at least a sizable follower. Okay, well, Dream specifically is like he's like 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 the current top Minecraft YouTuber. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not even a streamer. So, yeah. yeah, he's a YouTuber. <laughs> okay. well, he, he, might, he might stream, but he's mostly a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know who he was either. Apparently, he like recently did a face reveal. I've heard. Yes, yep. that's why I remember it from because people were roasting. And then they called him a groomer. Uh, ugly as yeah, shit. Yeah, he has been accused like a of grooming. Yep. I, we're allowed Reveal to say that. It's a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they, they, he, he showed his face, and then they immediately called him a groomer. Yeah. I like how um, groomer became a banned word, like for in the context of like like LGBT stuff. But like, as soon as the dream thing happened, like everyone's calling him a groomer, and nobody's getting banned uh, for it. It's well, I don't think I don't think it really oh. is. I think it's just that some people are definitely trying to make it. But I think most reasonable sane people, regardless of where they're from or yeah, where they are, the, they, they don't believe that. Groomer is uh, kind of like Nazi, where mm-hmm. we can just uh, throw it out at things we don't like. And uh, I it's just another it's another form of saying pedophile without saying pedophile. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I was saying it's like Nazi, where it's just when we don't like something, we call it we call the that person a Nazi, a groomer, a map, fill in the blank whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's funny we actually because we uh, used to call them cucks but then ever, that got popular so right. yeah <laughs> again again yeah really well, against my better judgment that, that insult was funny because like you're you're implying that they like to be humiliated yeah and so you're doing them a favor if it's true and then if not true it's like well, that's really mean <laughs> it's well, the perfect insult <laughs> yeah no it, it's i don't know i enjoy the hell out of how insults keep changing Mm-hmm. it's uh, hard to keep up sometimes yeah it is so uh yeah 
TwitchCon was a disaster. Yeah, this thread continues, but I'm not going to read it all because it goes quite long. Yeah, I think TLDR is it. It they mismanaged the shit out of it. They Mm -hmm. they they were worried about things that didn't matter. Oh my god, there was even a panel of mostly uh, female streamers, and you know, being the progressives that they are, they have the pronouns listed at the bottom. They got them wrong. They just assumed they were all she/her. Oh, fucking they didn't ask them for their pronouns. They just said they just wrote them down. Like, oh, I'm that one's a she/her when it wasn't. Wow. <laughs> like, That's I have my own like such I a have... minor thing, but like if you're I'm gonna sure put the was... pronouns there, you need to go the distance and like actually ask them. You got to right? get them right. Like, yeah, most people exactly. Put them in their bios. <laughs> like, you, you, yeah, they genuinely could probably I, go look. I I don't give a shit about my pronouns, but I guarantee fucking to you, if I was a famous person, I just put it in there for the simplicity of things. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's like, one of those. It's one of those moments where, like, someone like, "Why don't you have it there?" And then you have to explain it. If you just put them there, it's like, "Whoopty fucking do!" I don't give a shit one way or another. It's like, and now I don't have to fucking explain myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no room yeah. in my bio for pronouns. I just have the bot father. That yeah, my my, my <laughs> I use my character limit up. That's why. I was gonna say, <laughs> it's not I, really look, worth it. I can't draw a penis with so few characters. Hey man, emoticons take up like thirty fucking spaces. Okay, I can't help it. My, Your pronouns are Twitch... eggplant emoji and hand emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I ever have a Twitter Twitter bio, it will be offensive and not say pronouns. <laughs> that is, if if for some reason I become famous, I'll have pronouns. Sure, because it ma- I guess it'll matter to somebody. Also, somebody like it'll, it'll help, help you stay famous because like they'll exactly. they'll come after you if you don't have them, right? Well, yes. oh, yeah. I mean, if you go woke, you will go broke. But you, if, if you don't appease your wider audience, if you don't appease your wider audience, that's that's the real issue. I well, think, yeah, I, I could always be like uh, Gina Carano and uh-huh. then end up being on right wing TV, which is arguably a worse fate than being uh, Twitter famous. Mm-hmm. I think the I I think get woke go broke is well, a funny slogan, but it's kind of an oxymoron because like you're expected yeah. to be somewhat woke, or else you'll be canceled from everything and. They'll they'll you know cancel all your con appearances and well oh, yeah. I think know. I think Rick's Rick's had a good point made a good point though is it's just like if you if you go extreme either way you you get fucked mm-hmm. right because you I'm you sure get banned off of everything if you go too far uh, one way and you get shunned and laughed at and basically shuttered off the internet if you go too far the other way yeah mm-hmm. no it's you you, it, you do not win if you go extremes ever almost like treating people like people is the right answer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's a difficult not, concept. Not, it, it, it's a concept of not giving a shit and treating people mm-hmm. with like a base level of respect until they basically decide that it, they don't give a shit about your respect. And it then reminds me. Ignore them. It reminds that's, me that's, of the TSR that's the games thing. Like, do you remember? Like, we covered on the show yes. before. TSR games. Their yeah, yeah, Twitter yeah. person had like a huge fucking fit over somebody that was like, hey, TSR Games, say trans rights. And then, like, they could have just ignored it and nobody would have cared. But they yeah. replied and they didn't say it. And that was, like, the end of their whole fucking company, dude. Yeah, like, they could have just said yep. trans rights and it would have been over. Or they could or have they ignored, it, ignored it. it. Like, if they yeah. really don't want to say it, they could have ignored it and they would have been fine. Yeah, not saying anything. So, for anybody out there that's wondering, should I say something stupid on the internet? Should I reply to the troll? No. The answer is just no. If you don't reply and, to them, you don't do anything, you're fine. The and if you thing. for some reason feel the need and it and it's let's say in this case that it would, it would be a blatant bold-faced lie on their part. Then why the fuck 
would you care? Just say the thing. It doesn't hurt anybody or change yeah. anything. Capitalism demands it. But they will it. come after you yeah. if you don't. Like, yeah. There, there's a very clear cut. Like That's why TSR games failed, and that's why G4 failed. You it's can't that Crossroads pick. meme. It, it's that Crossroads <laughs> meme where you see the, the, the shady evil castle on one side and the nice pristine castle on the other. You know what you're walking at. So that... why did you spin and turn and walk off the fucking cliff? Like <laughs> capitalism well, I mean, demands that hey, you, you know support what? the popular thing and you don't yeah. cancel the people that want to pay you. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I don't know. Should I think we should hit on fandom. Uh, I really want to get to the dead things, but fandom, because we've got a lot of dead things in this podcast, well, guys. A couple more yeah, things about true. TwitchCon, but before I oh, move on, oh. since I since I drug G4 back up, I just want to make one final thought. TSR Games and G4 failed for the same reason. Yep. They're just, you know, opposite, you know, catalysts. But it's the same fucking reason they both failed, right? Like, capitalism demands that you don't isolate people that might pay you or use your product, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it, it literally boils down to just treat people like humans. Mm -hmm. You right. don't have to necessarily agree with who or what they are or do. You just treat them like a human and you'll mm -hmm. stop giving a shit about, like, I don't know, like, just because we use as an example identity politics. It's like, who cares? Just, mm -hmm. they're not your friend. You're not going to interact with them tomorrow. You just give them what they want and walk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, it's kind of like the old customers always right adage. Like, yes, the customers, but it doesn't actually know what they want. They think they do sometimes when they don't. Just give them the thing that they ask for. It yeah. makes them go That's away. The it's the only way that you get out of something scot-free because you didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if, if, if you, for instance, if in this context, if you don't say trans rights matter, then the, the greater at large population yeah. are going to assume that you are evil. Yeah. They're going to assume that you hate people for, you know, expressing themselves fundamentally. And yeah, that's, and that's, that's not, you know, not going to fly. A company... A company that may, makes a game based off expressing yourself. We're basically <laughs> we're basically writing a fucking guide for shitty evil companies to get away with shit. Oh, but, oops. they already know. That's the worst part. <laughs> to be is fair, companies already reason? know. They're, they're going to be evil in some way or another. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a. In you know what? One of these days, we're going to be talking on here about Wizards of the Coast doing the exact same thing. Uh -huh. uh, oh no, we already yeah. mentioned we, we already mentioned that actually. It was oh yeah, no, I'm saying that they're going to be. Yeah. The, a dying company, much like G4, much like TSR, mm -hmm. uh, much like all the oh, other ones. A hot take? Well, maybe not a hot take amongst us and our fans, probably, but like, what's of the coast needs to go? I, mm -hmm. They just they need to stop existing. Uh, what is it? Games Workshop? I, I can't stand either of them. They're old, archaic, old school nerds mm -hmm. that are lashing out at their communities because their communities are no longer fucking nerds. And Wizards of the Coast now is trying to 180 that and going exactly the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it is embracing the normies, fuck. right? You're, oh yeah. Well, remember, oh, it's not even embracing the normies. It's yeah. it's literally obliterating the the culture around them because mm -hmm. they, they're going after everything that ever helped them come up. Well, right. Yeah, all and, you fucking nerds fucked. shoved in lockers and given swirlies. Fuck you. <laughs> like 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 the fact that they're they're trying to um, get rid of roll twenty is. That why, why would you do that? Probably because they want their own proprietary software. Though, mm -hmm. well, it's because they're greedy as shit. Is the yeah. issue? Yeah, they're probably going like I won't be surprised if they at some point go after Giants Playground. 
Um, yep, and well, I mean, they already kind of do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but everything that's on Giants Playground yeah. is uh, well past uh, copyright. But remember, and they're all, also of the coast support indie developers. Like you could play Mutants and Masterminds. Mutants and Masterminds is fucking goaded. It's I love it. It's I don't excellent. remember who you made. Could just, you could just play Pathfinder. Just don't play Pathfinder Second Edition. You could yeah. also play Cyberpunk Red. There uh, yeah, are I want to play in a Cyberpunk uh, game really badly. Like really, really, really. I've read badly. the rule book. I know somebody that has a physical copy, and I, I borrowed it and I read through it. It was yeah. There are a ton of uh, yeah. For everybody out there, there are an absolute shit ton of RPGs. Some of them, I think, are better just straight up. Like if you've got a good group that clicks really well, especially with uh, at storytelling on the mm-hmm. fly, Blades in the Dark, man. Also, I just I gotta I gotta fucking say something, right? I, I know I'm preaching to a choir right now, but if you're if you play D and D and your only real D and D experience is Fifth Edition, branch out. Stop. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Five E, great entry, amazing entry point for playing D and D. But stop. Do not get used to it. I play agree. something else. And I have Please. another related just piece pick, of advice. Just pick one. There's so many good ones. You could pick. You could literally shoot a, a fucking arrow or a dart at a board. With the, all the fucking tabletop RPGs out there, and you're probably gonna get a good one, unless mm-hmm. it's like, I guess, World of Darkness or or, or Fate or, or GURPS. You're probably I not mean, gonna uh, like any of that. Some, but, well, but, some of them are a little bit too um, math it, heavy. It, it sucks that World of Darkness has like five of them up there. It's very easy to maybe hit one of them, but listen, you, you, you know, keep you three darts on hand, you're less likely. I, I have <laughs> another very very critical and important piece Sorry. of advice. <laughs> For new players to uh, tabletop RPGs. Um, well, two pieces of advice. Uh, first of all, if you find, if you follow victim's advice, you find a game that's not D&D, it's something else. You find yourself a DM that you trust. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's a new friend, right? I need you just to look your DM in the eye and ask them, what do you think about Critical Role? If they say they love it. Walk away. Do not play that game. <laughs> no, no, no. Ask them to elaborate. Because honestly, Critical Role, it's pretty good. But... If it's all they know, if it's their only avenue into D and D, you should probably walk. They're probably going to be a bad. DM. Safe than sorry. <laughs> Safe than sorry. Same with the players too. I mean, realistically. Mm-hmm. Next anyone, time we can... have Jordan on the show, and I hope it's soon. I need to talk to him. Because uh, like we need to talk about that because he brought that up when he was over at my house recently. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Oh man, like it was a lovely topic. We need to bring well, it up. Well, me and him have talked about it too, and <laughs> I, I guess I'll only like briefly mention it in case we talk about it later. But like Critical Role. It's it's not Matt Mercer's fault. He ended up making something great, but that's because he's they're all paid. They're all mm-hmm. actors. They all are literally the perfect fucking storm of D&D going perfectly all the fucking time. In fact, we're all pretty certain at this point that it's somewhat staged at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of has to be. They're they're trying to be an entertainment first, play D&D second. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the point. A lot of people look at that and they think, oh, uh, the fact that this is the the pinnacle and everyone points to this and everyone wants this is cringe. Mm-hmm. But that's not cringe for them. It's cringe for right. the people who, who who think that that is what they deserve. I mean, to be fair, I mean, maybe some people do. But like for the most part, if you yourself are not capable of being that great of an actor and making your own character, by the way, if, if you like want to like play one of the characters from, from Critical Role in D&D, that's fine to some extent, but like you're not going to be as good as the person who made the character. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be. You're you're literally second rate. It's not going to work. And you you're going to well be not. really sad when you die. <laughs> Just yeah, <like> that. and <laughs> it, it, but but that's kind of the point. Is like 
if you can't branch out and become that actor that's that fucking good at, at, at acting and role playing, then why the fuck are you expecting your DM and other, however many other players at your table to be the exact same? That's just so fucking cringe. It's man. Like I don't care how good. It, it's so like... common too. It is so fucking common. Well, a lot of people get this impression. So, part of the problem yeah. is when we when people first start playing RPGs, like they start with consoles or you know computers well that's why 4e exists but yeah Mm. we don't talk about about it but Um, i'll leave it at that but right so you've got these people who are used to the spotlight every action they do affects the world around them where in D&D, it's this group story campaign sometimes you've got to let go of the spotlight even if it would make sense for you to be like so i kick in the door and uh, start shooting people in the face with my hand crossbow because I need to know where that little girl is. Huh. And it, and then your rogue's like got his fucking toolkit in his hands, like, oh, okay, I guess we're yeah. kicking in the it's door. It's like again. you just killed everybody. They can't tell us where they've taken the yeah, it, prisoners. <laughs> it, it, it really is something that people need to realize. It's collaborative. The, you are not the main character. You are all the main character. Mm-hmm. Well, right. It, Actually, the, they did a good job with that in onso- old ensemble cast uh, shows like Oh, Power yeah, Rangers. yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. Power Rangers is probably one of the best ones for it. I, I, honestly, probably any, like, what is it? Is that, is that any of the uh, five? I try to remember the Japanese name. Uh, Super Sentai? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's one of them, isn't it? Isn't it like Tokusatsu or something like no, that? No, no, Super Sentai is like the umbrella term yeah. for the song. Is it? I oh, think... well, either way. You, you guys know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. not just Power Rangers, but like. Like Ultraman and all that shit. Ultraman uh, was it Beetleborgs? Like, yeah, yeah, all, all like all of that shit. I like Power that. Rangers as Honestly, an example really well. because they have a clear leader in the Red yeah. Ranger, later the White Ranger. But like the your responsibility as leader is like not that heavy. Everyone's yeah. important, right? The only time that leaders in D and D really have to make decisions are when you've got an NPC that won't deal with anybody but the party leader, or a decision has to be made but like a lot of there's it's a, always good to have one but they, they shouldn't have the spotlight always yeah mm-hmm. and there's enough that's well, why like, in that that game you played when your first game victim i played a character that was unfit to be a leader on purpose because yeah. i didn't want you guys to like sit silently at the table while i made all the decisions oh so i actually I, find it funny <laughs> I did in, in, in the red in the red ribbon campaign i by the end of it i was the party leader i mm-hmm. it was literally my first proper D game i'd ever been in and I ended up being the party leader by by mm. by the end of it. Process of elimination. And that, that's, <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably because most of the characters at the point were dead. I was just saying, did everybody die? <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm the leader yes. as the last person with villain's uh, sentient sword in his hand. Well, to be fair, we uh, I think three of the original cast are still alive because mm-hmm. uh, it would have been uh, Travis, may he rest in peace, myself, and Vidot. Still okay. uh, alive, I think. And then mm. it would have been Dylan and Mike had died, and mm. Irony joined late, so she wasn't really part of the original cast, but she didn't die. Right. Also, yeah. So, yeah. If you, if you know, people out there are like you know, I like uh, ensemble cast, but you know, I I don't like there to be clear leaders and you know, Critical Role. Also, they have. Uh, I think they theirs is a little bit more like. Uh, Oh yeah, they. I don't know. Can they die in Critical Role? Uh, ever... I think yeah, several of them do die. I think so. Yeah, I was gonna say I yeah. thought some of them died, but like if you if that's too much for you guys, go watch uh, go watch outside Xbox's uh, Ox Venture Group. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yes, they That's are such a fan- good one. The, They're a bunch of British people, and they're fantastic together. They're learning the game as they play, and they find, to be honest. They kind of are loose with the D and D rules, or you know what? Like, to be fair, that's, how, that, that's how it ends up being the best, though. Yeah, like even want... Critical Role did something that I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Was there was a point where one of the characters literally on the spot learned druidic magic, based on just understanding the motions that they watched their druid do the whole time, at a panic to heal one of their dying characters. And I thought, you know, some people are gonna look at that and think that's fucking stupid, but in D and D rules, that's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You can't do that, but it's still really fucking cool. Well, the one of the things is always like when it comes down to it, unless there's like a good reason not to, the rule of cool needs to win out. Yeah, and I mean mm-hmm. you you had to learn to be a druid somewhere, so that just meant that they were now in a reasonable spot to multi-class in the druid. It's like that. It was so cool. I, I when I when I heard about that and watched it, I was like, I was like, oh fuck! I was like, I never thought of that. I mean, it's just verbal, somatic, and like hand motions. It's like you could you could figure that out. If you've seen it before, you could figure that out. So yeah, I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. So one more one more note about uh death and tragedy. Um if you have a hard on for, for tragedy and death in your in your D D campaign like we were just talking about. Um, you know, there's this this popular anime that, that's out that a lot of people like where most <laughs> of the characters die, it's full of tragedy, really gruesome deaths. It's called Sailor Moon. It's pretty popular. Uh yep. recommended. It's not not what I thought you were gonna say. Uh, I was gonna have a tangent. About what I thought you were going to say, actually, but um, we can leave that video. I, I thought about it, but no, I actually I mean it. It's Sailor Moon. Because uh, my, my, my opinion changed a little bit since we last <laughs> Oh, really? Have you uh, come around to uh, not being the worst? One out of ten. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I, oh, wow, it dropped. Let's hear it. Dropped. Right, let's no. hear about it. So, okay, so Edge Runners, for the record, is what we're talking about. Um, I, it's, I Someone made a really good theory, and I, I'm, I'm actually starting to think it's not even a theory, that the entire reason that David exists is to basically show us the contrast of what would have happened to V if he didn't have Johnny. Because someone pointed out, beat for beat, that it's the same upbringing. Obviously, most of it gets skipped in the game because that's Uh from the prequel, right? It also helps that you played Street Kid V, who has a much closer upbringing. Exactly. Haywood instead of Santo Domingo. Yeah, so it kind of has, like, it had a lot of really, like, a lot of similarities. And I'm like, as as he's saying this, I'm piecing it together in my head. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, wait a fucking second. Yeah, they, they really do have a lot going on, a lot of similarities, at least with the Street Kid uh, version. And and then they basically pointed out that, like, he didn't have someone to rein him in. He didn't have anyone to lift him up when he's down. I mean, and that, that's that's what Johnny did. Even though Johnny was mostly doing it from a place of, I don't want to die either, ass fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But he, it, we, V lived long enough to realize that what he was doing was stupid. David didn't have anyone to tell him what he was doing was stupid. No, and, you know, one of the things that uh, we have to give V over David is, as cool as David is, you know, being able to resist uh, its cyberpsychosis for as long as he did, V doesn't have the problem of cyberpsychosis, even. Well, like, yeah, because the relic, uh, right. basically, yeah. he, well, he's basically got he's, the immunity of two people. Right, V is mm-hmm. almost... Uh, e- like, he already he's dies. He dies and gets revived at twice yeah, so, if you let the voodoo boys betray you. Yeah, so I think Mike Pondsmith actually touched on that too. He actually mentioned that the cyberpsychosis bit, it's it's not a, a special like immunity thing in the body so much as it's like the mental capacity for it or something akin to that. I'm paraphrasing. I forget exactly what he said, but it's something along those lines. So it actually makes a lot of sense why Johnny would be capable of saving V. 
Well, yeah. V, Where David couldn't, he didn't yeah. have anyone to. If it's in the head, keep him that's sane. where Johnny's at. Like he's got you. Yeah. Bro. Like yeah. <laughs> so it, it it basically made me think. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I didn't like the story progression. I didn't like the way that they were pushing it. But honestly, looking at it as like a proper prequel in contrast to the actual game makes it a lot more enjoyable in my mind. Well, there I, you go. I think that I think I think that that ultimately is like okay. So it basically sets up the misdirection of what the game ends up going on to do. So would you say and I was it's like, six okay. out of ten now? Uh... Uh, well, I was, I was, I said that before. I said that I, oh. you know, my after after the honeymoon phase was over, my where I originally said four out of ten, I was like, maybe like five or six out of ten would be fair because mm-hmm. I did really like, I did, I actually really did enjoy the first like four or five episodes, um, like uh, without any like outside help. But I, I'd say like seven out of ten. Okay, there you go. Congratulations, Vic! You've you've joined the train. Now everybody on the planet thinks uh-huh. Edge Runners yeah. is amazing. Yeah, but it's, it's Rick, just one of those things that like. No, I'm not going. to. You don't have Netflix. It, well, it's I don't have things, Netflix. Though. I have issues with the animation style. It, it hurts my brain. It gives me cyber psychosis to watch it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Trigger was a weird choice, honestly. I, I mean, animation-wise, I think they did okay, but there was definitely some kill a killness in there every once uh-huh. in a while that just felt weird. I did however watch the uh adam smasher absolutely wrecking the team uh scene. yeah it was like, it was an event <laughs> yeah <laughs> adam smasher shows up you know beats everybody at the thing that they're best mm-hmm. at <laughs> i saw like, um i saw an ad somewhere i forget where for an adam smasher coffee mug and rebecca coasters yep yeah gta sent me that image last night <laughs> It's good. I love that. That's great. <laughs> I'm all for it. Oh yeah, the the in the, the the creator of the game, one of the one of the lead dudes at uh CD Project has been fucking retweeting all those memes. Well, that's fantastic. That's a great yeah. meme. Oh yeah, they're 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 eating it up. They're playing it up. Sorry, it's I mean funny. Yeah. I I do have to feel bad a little bit, but pretty much from the beginning you knew that basically all of them had to die. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They had the Rogue One problem of being not in uh, any of the media surrounding it. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of Rogue One, they made a TV show called Andor. I haven't seen it yet. No one's talking about it. Is it any good? Um, the only people I know that are talking about it are uh, Generation Tech and uh, Thor Skywalker. Two new- notable YouTube channels that only talk about Star Wars, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar uh, with Thor Skywalker. He's part of like the fandom menace or whatever they call themselves, the... The, the fans yeah. that didn't like the sequels and they get canceled for it, right? But, uh, yeah, no, and I'm sure that Anna, uh, Star Wars girl, I'm sure she's talking about too because that's literally her brand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to everybody... unfollow all those people because they make so many videos when there's no new Star Wars content. Yes. It drowns my feed. I was like, I, I, I basically you guys. ignore them unless I see a video that I'm like, I want to watch that. Yeah. Um, I actually just had an issue with that with another YouTuber, Scott Jund, who uh, I told you guys about this before. All the Dark Souls guys, mm-hmm. when Dark Souls fell off, they all went to Dead by Daylight. So same thing happened mm-hmm. when Elden Ring fell off. So I was like, yeah, man, I don't, I just don't give a shit about half of this. Wait, wait, wait. They went back to Dead by Daylight? Well, Elden not Ring all of them. Off. Not all of them, but a, a, a few of them did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so imagine like, body yeah, videos, like calm voice talking about like Friday the 13th. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and my understanding is Andor is a really good show before it's really good Star Wars. Mm. That is, I just don't, I can't, I can't give a shit. So mm-hmm. this is something that, and actually, funny enough, I actually talked to, uh, you know, in a brief comment exchange with uh, 
I I assume whoever's running the comment section in Generation Tech, where it's like, or gen, yeah, Generation, they've got like three channels, but it's all Generation Tech films or whatever. Um, and it's like I just can't bring myself to give a shit anymore. Like mm-hmm. I want, like I, I acknowledge that these can be absolutely good shows, but like there was a time, mm-hmm. even in our lifetimes, where it's like, okay, Star Wars is an event. It happened. You know, yeah. we watched the prequels. And then it got to stay dormant for like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. There was and, a couple of good video games like Star Wars Battlefront Two in two thousand five. Right. That was amazing, right? We, Force Unleashed. We had some, yeah, we had some good games, but like there was <laughs> every year with those games too. Kind of think of yeah, it. Yeah, every year or twice a year, there wasn't a new product, like a new show, a new like you must watch this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the, I I don't know, maybe I got old. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't like, even think that's it. I still have one foot in the door of, of Star Wars fandom because, like, uh, I I'm a big fan of Dave Filoni and everything he touches with the Star Wars brand. I think he's the oh. only person I trust. Oh, you, you you got one other one too. There's a video game coming that is written by one of your favorite writers. Oh, Amy Hennig, right? Like, yeah, right. I'm even excited about that. That's right. <laughs> I'll probably look into that. Oh, I, I, I respect go. her writing so much that I, as someone who genuinely doesn't give a shit about Star Wars, like even the late, least a bit. <laughs> well, sorry, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a lie. I really fucking like the original Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, because that I was don't a good really game. Like, too you, much. Didn't, you didn't know exactly. anything about Star Wars, but you were like, this is a fun game. Yeah, I, I tried to watch them. Honestly, I just I, I'm not really that big into sci fi. I just mm-hmm. not lightsabers were weird to me. I didn't really care. And laser guns always were. I always hated them because that's not how they would work. You right. would you wouldn't shoot lasers like that. That they, they'd be beams. Don't worry, they're ionized plasma. Don't worry. That, yeah, I know they they've, they've since. Uh, they, there's it, been but talk it, about it, what it is because yeah. even George Lucas knew that's not how lasers work. Mm-hmm. But it looks cool on seven. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It, pew, 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 pew. My, my brain looks at that and thinks that's stupid. Right. Obviously, it's for it's not supposed to be taken that seriously, but. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things Little I like about the, the Dune franchise is they don't have guns. Um, I mean, David Lynch didn't know that, but you know, yeah, he didn't read the book, so yeah. Well, we the guild. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of uh, Man, that scene was hard to watch. Speaking of Dune and no guns, um, I started playing Kenshi. How, how's oh Kenshi yeah, going? Kenshi's. Uh, it's not for everybody, is it, Vic? It. It's funny that you say it's not for everybody, and everyone told me I probably wasn't gonna like it, and I almost have hundred hours. Like it, I have a hundred hours dumped into it, and it's been like two weeks, maybe. What is that game about? Well, that's part of the problem. (laughs) I like okay, so no, legitimately, Dylan, uh, it is part of the problem of saying what's that game about? No, the Kenshi is your. I don't want to say that you're like in a heroic position because you don't have to be. You can, you don't even have to keep your characters that you start with. They can die if you have a different character. Who cares? Move on. Well, yep. I mean, I care anyways because I'm a. Technically, the game out. doesn't even go. It doesn't even stop if all of your characters die. Yeah, you just no. can't do anything anymore. Yeah, it's a. Um... What kind of game is? It? <laughs> so, so if you were to look up in the dictionary the word sandbox, it, it would be described by Kenshi underneath it. Uh, okay, but so it's a sandbox. It's a sandbox that's. Um... Is it like a populist, like top-down God simulator? Are you yes, a dude walking around? Of. 
Kind like, of. Well, yes. You yes. make all the decisions. It's like an RPG. Yes. But you make the overall. It, 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 it's somewhere um, between RPG, like top-down RPG, and RTS. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but like, like you can in base game, you can have like thirty people and like I think five parties. Yeah, something like that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pay that close of attention to be honest. Uh, but yeah, the yeah, the, that's kind of it though. Like you get a, a few different. It's got, it's got some base building aspects to yeah, it, like, uh, like crafting and other such. I think one of the issues research. I have with the game is that it's not, it's not as flushed out in all of its areas. It has a lot of areas, but not every one of them is flushed out. Don't worry, Vic. You've mods. Got... It's a very That's... big modding platform now. Yeah, I was gonna say you've done this much. Mm. Just wait until you get into the mods. That's yeah. It'll he's be... already a hundred hours in. Like, oh no, he's getting there. The Don't abyss worry. is calling. <laughs> yeah, the game, the game has an issue of being a little little bit too grindy i think but yeah. it um i because like the game isn't necessarily difficult kill being killed and killing things is incredibly difficult because it's just not what it's based on when you deal enough damage the characters will go unconscious and you can't finish them off huh. at least not base game and i think that's done on purpose so that like you kidnapping a lot of slavery is alive and well in kenshi's world so yeah, not killing people is a pretty solid thing. You can make money off of it or get free labor out of it. You, know? you knock the them out character. and then you fault in recovery the body and no, yeah. no, no. You pick them up but... them over your shoulder. Recovery. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, to be fair with you though, the the player characters can't do that without mods. I don't think. No, they but... they do have some limitations, but you can sell people. Um. Yeah. You don't have to directly participate in slavery, but you can help yeah. support it. Yeah. Hmm. You can tear it down. But one of the nice things about the game is that the world changes based off of you, uh, what you do to key characters, uh, like key individuals. So like the, you know, lords and ladies of uh, the world. If you remove them in some fashion, the world will change. Like, I, I snuck in and apart. kidnapped. Yeah. One of the inquisitors of the Holy Empire, which are really big on uh, their criminals become their slaves. Uh, and I started out as one of their criminal slaves and broke out of the slave camps. Oh, and uh, I, I, yeah, I snuck in, uh, kidnapped him, snuck out through like tons of guards and civilians and shit. And then I handed him over to a kingdom that hated him. They're, they have now, they have him permanently in prison now. And then because they knew he was gone, they moved in and took over the town. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, but things like that happen there. It's, um, yeah, it is definitely a post-apocalyptic world that's like several hundred years into the post-apocalypse. So a lot of things are deserty. I think there's been like three or four different empires that have existed since. I think you're in the third empire. Uh, in yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's implied that there was something before them, though. Yeah. Of four, maybe. But like things, so I, I don't care about spoiling it for people listening because, uh, story is only it's, ever given into you bit, bits and pieces it's but, it's a very lore heavy game there isn't much story outside of what you do yeah but like um like the level of technology for humans were like autonomous machines fully autonomous there's a whole race of beings called skeletons that are legitimately like t100s but with brains nice. yeah. um and uh then like but humanity was at a point where they had orbital space lasers yeah that are have been several of them. Yeah, that have apparently just been shooting randomly at the at the planet. So reminds me of the plot of Armored Core Silent Line. 
<laughs> yeah, they they've just been you know uh, like for uh like nonstop. Uh, actually, I think it stops during the night cycle for whatever yeah. reason. Uh, I don't. I think I think the fans that. of the game basically insinuated that it's uh, probably solar powered. Yeah, but hmm. th- nonetheless, well, that doesn't make sense. There it doesn't make sense, but that's what people are saying. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, these satellites have are so good. Like that was the point that the humanity was at that these satellites were so good and robust that they could be shooting nonstop for two hundred years. Yeah, it, it basically was insinuated that guns weren't probably necessary, so they probably stopped making them, and they stopped making them so long ago before the world fell that when the world fell, they probably were all pretty much gone. Yeah, hmm. no, cro- like crossbows weren't even in uh, Kenshi to begin with, Vic. Hmm. Uh, Wait, really? Yeah, no, crossbows were added uh, post release, I think. Oh shit! Okay. Hmm. Yeah, no, that like that's what I'm saying. Like, like not the mounted crossbows. They always had like the mounted ones. But I don't remember. Um, there being crossbows originally, but that uh, could just be me playing beta because I played back Fair. in beta, and yeah, everything was different then. Everything, hmm. but yeah, it was a it, Kenshi's, I think, a good game if somebody really wants to do it. And the developers understand that their game is janky and fun, and the jank is part of them. Oh, fun. they lean yeah. into some of the memes. The modding mm-hmm. tools are freely available to you from the get go. You oh, yeah. can even access part of them through the game itself. Oh yeah, dude! I've I've actually... I, I, I've learned to mod the game just to fix shit. I I was gonna say I, I've written a couple of uh, like mods for myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I looked at it. It's really easy. Like you, you can kind of look at what they yeah, did do. You and sk- copy yeah, it. like if you ever want to be like, I want to skip the boring training part uh, with at least like six people. Done. Yep. It's not that hard to do. Uh, you you want to you want to alter the way merchants sell things, add new merchants, easy. Yeah. It, well, as long as you're using the assets that are in the game. Obviously, if you want to add more assets, that, that's a bit further. But yeah, it's yeah, a, it, 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 pretty I, intuitive I, system, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, I think Kenshi's good, and it's on track to get uh, Kenshi two, which is going to be a pre. Apparently, that's going to come out soon too. I am excited for it I because they're in the localization happen. stage, which doesn't always mean it's coming like soon it could still be like a year out or more but that's usually the final stage you don't you don't localize a game that you don't have everything ready to be localized so that means that at least a large portion of like what they want in the game is there that they can start the process at the very least but so i just looked it up on proton db and uh kenshi is rated gold it would work on my computer yeah, one of the nice Ooh. things, Dylan, is if you go to Kenshi's website, lofigames.com, mm-hmm. you can uh, download a demo. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, because I've got their page open because after we started talking, I was like, oh, maybe I should see if they've said anything about Kenshi 2 on hmm. their... Oh, updates on Kenshi and Kenshi 2. <laughs> well, what does it say? But yeah, they're hiring translators. Oh, no, they just said sign up for updates on oh. the two. I can... Uh, <laughs> I can pop pop in around like yeah. a yeah yeah they'll talk to you about it character customizations big thing it's a squad based game is how they they refer to it hmm. so it's somewhere between people, RPG and RTS though yeah people have managed to make it work with a single character you can it's just probably extremely difficult well the, your character just ends up being Saitama basically yeah. <laughs> at some point 
So I think we should move on to another topic, but before we do, oh, um, speaking of dead worlds, speaking of dead worlds. So before we move on, uh, I I went on. We went on a really long tangent. I was saying that there were two uh, pieces of advice I have for for tabletop RPG players. Oh one yes, of, sir. Yeah. One of which was um, <laughs> ask about Critical Role. The second piece of advice: sign up on Melomancy.cafe. We have a whole fucking section for tabletop RPGs. Go fill it with topics. We'll talk to you. We love that shit. We have a pretty active tabletop channel with several on our Discord, but like, again, we're trying to get off of fucking Discord. So like, if you got you want to talk about tabletop, like, you could do that on our forum as well. Like, yeah, honestly, I think it's those things that like, <laughs> if if we're reaching out to anybody that wants to get into it, doesn't know how or whatever, uh, I can't promise we will be able to bring you in on a game because we're really spotty and a lot of us have shitty schedules as is. But we could at least give you tips and tricks and things to avoid there was a time when melomancy had three or four games running at the same time that was a crazy time it could happen again we we still could technically but we we squeezing them in real tight you'd burn out real (laughs) quick (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i i i I like to limit the two games a week as well just because three is too much i've noticed right but like you know we play lots of these games and it's like the the forum could be a resource to to get some new blood um or just discuss the the fucking game. Also, if there is significant interest in discussing one of our running campaigns on the forum, I am willing to make private tags that are the membership is the people in the game. Like that is absolutely something I'm willing to do. Um, we already we already kind of do that for the for Discord. So Discord's exactly. worked out, and it's really hard for us to do anything because it uh, my my permissions keep getting weird, and I can't actually lock them to players anymore. Even though it says it's letting me do it, and then it just doesn't do it. So. Also, um, I mentioned this on the show before, but I did order a, a dedicated server uh, in a data center. Uh, well, a slice of it, right? It's not my server. Um, but I'm paying for hosting that I'm going to be putting Mumble on. Uh, it's for the podcast. And also my other show uh, with Irony that I have not started yet. Um, those are both going to be recorded on this Mumble server. And then this podcast, of course, also going to move there. Um, I can, I'm totally willing to set up tabletop rooms in there if you want to record your sessions because i know discord does not let you do that mumble does we've done that before um and speaking of the two or three campaigns that we did record in the past um i am planning on getting rid of my soundcloud account at some point well i'm not gonna get rid of it but i am gonna stop paying for it and we're gonna move where our podcast episodes are uploaded to a future host probably rss.com haven't settled yet and so what i'm gonna do with all those old recordings i'm gonna download them I'm going to re-upload them on odyssey.com uh, so that they're still accessible uh, because, like YouTube, it's it's fucking free hosting, right? Like, <laughs> I can upload as much as I want. <laughs> I'll make a new channel. I'll call it, like, Melomancy Tabletop or some shit, and then, you know, I'll, I'll appropriately title and number the episodes, but uh, they're already numbered and titled. I just need to re-upload them. So uh, one of these days, maybe a weekend, I will do the bulk download and re-upload, and I don't... that. I don't know how long that's going to take, but uh, I will take care of that before I have to renew uh, SoundCloud because my, my intent – because that's a yearly bill. I'm not going to renew it. It renews in February. So uh, there's time. Suck it, SoundCloud. Um, and that will allow our campaign files to live forever without having to fucking pay. SoundCloud's expensive. It's like 150 a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, thanks. Good thing I've never done that. Yeah. I mean, podcast hosting in all these other places is not much cheaper. But, like, they have features that SoundCloud does not have that would help us in terms of, like, um, like transcripts and chapters and all that kind of stuff that people do with their podcasts. We can't even do that because uh, SoundCloud is pretty backwards. 
Yeah. Like, if I were a betting man, I would hedge my bets that they're going to go out of business soon. Uh, I don't know how soon, so don't quote me on this. But, like, they do not have the business model of a succeeding company. So, like, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take a job there. <laughs> no faith. Anyway, <laughs> that aside, um, I think it's time to talk about Embracer Group. I mean, fandom. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, so they're both God, the same I, color. <laughs> I fucking hate it so much that that happened, man. I mean, so I guess we'll we'll start off by saying fandom acquired what was it? Gamespot, Gamefacts. To be fair, a lot uh, of Gamespot acquired Gamefacts a long time ago, so they're just listing both. I guess they that's it, fair. They're making it sound worse yeah. than it is, but they're two different business yeah. units that were. But then separate. Metacritic. That's huge, Metacritic. They bought Metacritic. <laughs> Fuck TV Guide. I don't give a shit about that. They can have that. <laughs> nobody nobody uses guide. that. That's theirs now. I used to but watch yeah, TV no. Guide. And, and you know, <laughs> I don't think many people have been talking about this, but Fandom is a fucking shit show. I hate they have no so idea much. what they're doing. So, um... I have mad... I'll, I'll say this. I have mad respect for every single community that does not use fandom to host a wiki. Oh, and, I, and, and the, the fact that Fextra Life gets so much shit for its wikis. They're like, oh, they're never properly put together. It's like, at least they're not fucking jamming up your goddamn computer or your phone or whatever the fuck you're viewing mm-hmm. the goddamn website on. Right. Like, Christ, I'll take, I'll take shitty half-finished information over fandom any day. Yeah. Shout out to the JoJo wiki for not being a fandom wiki. There is a JoJo... Yep. Fandom wiki, don't use it. Don't use it. Don't use it. There's a better website no. that is not part so, of it. So, at this point, everyone knows that uh, I play Genshin and Dylan used to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, One day, whenever I need, whenever I need to look up anything, it's it's on a fandom wiki. So, I don't use my computer when I play the game anymore. I play it on my PS5, so I don't have easy access to my computer. I'm usually sitting down or scrolled over here, far from my keyboard. So I use my phone if I need oh. it. Every article fandom. you open, you have to hit the little X on the video that autoplays. Oh, yeah. And oh, God Ooh. forbid you missed the X. God forbid. Mm-hmm. Wait, God you forbid. didn't want to hit that ad? Yeah. So, it, it, that it, 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 big square ad, bottom right. All right. If that's not there, half your screen is a video that, that, that fandom put there. All right. Not that. While you're scrolling, random ads will shoot themselves in between the words and freeze the page. So you have to reload it and do all of that all over again. And the listeners might be thinking, but victim, what about ad blockers? I have a fucking ad blocker. I have one. Unusable. I have one on my phone too. How did they bypass all my ad blockers? I don't know. You'll, you'll, you'll get by most of the ads. So a lot of, a lot of the issue I have there is mostly because the phone ad blocker just sucks ass. But uh, on my computer, I don't get many of the ads, but the video is because it's, it's literally an embed that is put there by fandom it's not technically an ad mm-hmm. i mean it's it like, is it's but an it's, ad it's not... for other parts of fandom yeah it's not really meant as part of whatever right yeah so that, that's the issue is that ad blockers don't notice that you can probably find the 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 thing and block it but i don't know how how well that'll go but yeah my experience with ad blockers is they work or they don't i don't never i never can yeah them, so but oh, I, can't I hate be them so much. Them either, but... I, I tell you i hate them so much like yeah fandom, a... fandom is shit god God, like it's a and 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 they'll cost. remove your wiki. They'll remove your wiki if they just feel that it invalidates something. Like uh, the Five E wiki got nuked. It got nuked, hmm. and there's like eight other ones that exist now that are not not as good. But 
the, the, unfortunately the fandom one was, was the better one uh for information but you can now go look all of that up on roll 20 guess what roll 20 is not sponsored by wizards of the coast so they're doing it if, if it were a legal headache for them it'd be legal headache for roll 20 so why in the fuck is it not legal headache for them but it is for you it's not they were just scared and they took it all down because they they didn't think that they were allowed to it's fucked up yeah, so it's just like Ridiculous. they, they, the, you, you can have, you can have your wiki stripped just because they fucking feel like it, mm-hmm. and and that's that's another issue. Like, effects to life, it's run by two people. They don't give a shit mm-hmm. unless unless direct legal litigation hit them, they wouldn't do a damn thing. It's like why would it love or hate them? <laughs> why is it illegal to have a fan wiki? It's, that's the bullshit. I think. well, for some things, it's because they include material mm-hmm. that they don't want included. So like maybe like documentation on like music or documentation on, or in the case of like D and D documentation on like rules and shit, which they technically have copyrighted. But like, I'll I'll say that I I spent a lot more time than I'd like to admit on wikis. Right. And when, before fandom, when it was just wikia, right. I was, I I love that website because I like, wiki is a solid website. I loved how it just doesn't get used. They, they made it for people to just make a wiki without having all the hosting problems of making a wiki. So, some obscure interest like dragon guard my second most favorite video game franchise probably right um there was a wiki for them uh on fucking wikia and it was full of articles and useful information about shit i didn't know uh because there's a lot of written material that i didn't read i only played the game i never read any of the manga right um and that was cool and or fucking mortal Kombat, right mortal Kombat has very very complex lore right um, for multiple timelines, because uh, they canonically erased the timeline in Mortal Kombat 9, which was a great move. I really loved how that played out. Um, so that plot is hard to follow, and there's a lot of trivia. Yeah. And a wiki is a great way to disseminate that information. Right? Fucking fandom, though, like, those pages are so awful. Like, I hate them. Yeah, so I guess kind of like full circle, the reason why I think them acquiring all these websites is a fucking shit show is because they're just going to front load them with all their shitty ads that they mm-hmm. always do. And, and why wouldn't they? Yeah. Nobody criticizes them about this. I've never, well, I mean, I shouldn't say nobody does. I've just never seen it. Like, I posted well, about it the day it happened. On, well, on yeah, that's fair. There's no front-facing, like, representative for fandom fair. Well, mm-hmm. right, but, like, in general, who would who would listen? Like, uh let's say you know you have your own website that uh people go to you know or you're we have a podcast we can complain here about it but that's not gonna get us anywhere Mm -hmm. i mean the age of the ads are upon us Mm -hmm. well i don't think ads are a problem it's just the way they do the age of the invasive ad is there you go there you go yeah also, uh, to, to speak like, a, like moment, a little like um, bar at the bottom or top, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'll scroll past. So I don't give a fuck about podcasting, like in ads. Like I know we talk about the value for value model a lot, and how we don't have any sponsors. Our sponsors are you, the listener, right? Which may or may not be giving us money, and that's fine. That's fine. But there's a lot of podcasts out there. I call them corporate broadcasts. <laughs> oh yeah, where these people. Uh, they only care about their metrics, which, by the way, the two biggest metrics uh, analyzer companies were both bought out by Spotify. Um, Spotify is made bad move. several up to, aggressive. Up to be debatable. Yeah, because there's a lot of podcasts out there where their metrics determine your your ad spend, right? Where you get all these podcasts that will like you know during the show just like deadpan deliver an ad, like their fucking Linus Tech Tips or some shit, right? 
as part of their yeah. show. There's also there's technology out there that Spotify and Apple both invest in where um, you can dynamically insert ad breaks into your show and those ad breaks are updated over time. So if you like drop a sponsor, gain a sponsor, you can put an ad, a new ad on an old episode because they're inserted dynamically, right? That's kind of cool, but also terrifying. It's, it's it, kind of cool, but entirely unnecessary. Yeah, like... Um, like but, most people don't listen to old podcasts. Well, well, no, 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 still... but a new listener might go back to old episodes if you have a few yeah. enough of them. Like, I mean, in fairness, if, uh, you know, if I wanted to buy something from their, I, the podcast, I would like it to be a current working code. Right, that too. Yeah, so, I like, guess that's fair, yeah. I, I can see the know, value, right? Yeah, but, like, but then you have the other end of the spectrum, like iHeartRadio. All their podcasts now are just legitimately have radio ad break spots. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's the company sent the ad over like i i was uh listening to one the last one that i listened to for my heart radio was i forget the name of the podcast but um uh, i was follow i follow around uh the guy that i sometimes send you tiktoks from uh jason pargen he's mm-hmm. an author and i really like the, what he talks about he's jokes that he's a professional podcaster a guest and so uh i follow yeah. him around on podcasts and he was on one that was on iHeartRadio and legitimately a fucking Hershey's ad break. Hmm. Like where Hershey's was, you know, uh, shilling their fucking chocolate syrup. Not even like good quality Hershey's. Gross. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, it's but, just like this makes me feel dirty. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And the, the problem with these metrics based ad spend, right, is that it gives podcasters an incentive to fake it. Right. So there's a lot of bots out there that will listen to your show. They're not real. Right. They'll they'll pump up your metrics. And there's a lot of just fakers out there who are like, hey, I have fucking 200,000 listeners. Give me a million dollars to shill your butt shavers. And it's like, but no, actually, there's not that many. Half of them were bots. Um, You know, that was a recent controversy. I don't remember the details because it was actually a bit of time ago. Uh, but it's like, yeah, once again, the value for value model comes out on top because humans are the ones giving you the the cash. Right. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's I, that. And I don't want to have to prove to some sponsor that there's this arbitrary number that a company told me is the people listening. Right. Yeah. Because you can't really tell when you're in a truly open and decentralized system. How many downloads do you really have? Like, that's actually a really hard number to tell. Like. <laughs> Yeah, there was another thing that I noticed, too, uh, was it changed the flow of the podcast, especially mm-hmm. if they're in a podcast network where they say, OK, you know, your podcast is only an hour and 20 minutes long. This is all the time you get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it just it really hurts the podcast, like, especially if you're looking for these dynamic podcasts like what we, we have, where we just kind of talk and we talk and change subject kind mm-hmm. Sometimes I force the subject change, but for the most part, we change subjects when we kill the subject. And it's fine. And we don't have any corporate master telling us what we can and can't cover and how favorably or unfavorably we cover a particular subject. We're free to speak our minds and nobody can stop us because it's a free fucking system. Until somebody uh, stops us, we're good. Yeah. But like, even if they kick us off iTunes, even if they kick us off Spotify, like this feed is available in the podcast index and uh they wouldn't remove us so yeah they, they we we literally cannot be stopped i can tell you all about how much i don't like g4 and uh that doesn't make me a bad person 
and yep. uh, can't stop the signal now. You won't stop me. <laughs> I can tell you all about how uh, installing um, spyware on your system to play a video game like Valorant is a bad idea. Don't do it. Um, yeah, uh, the fact that installing that fucking rootkit made my computer run like, like, <laughs> like it was like twenty years old was uh, a problem. So- what you're telling me, Dylan, is that every new game made by a company isn't gold, right? So, so say that your company is uh, infamous recently for causing some terrible employee behavior, maybe renting out said uh, Cosby Suite, right? See, or- up until you said that, I didn't know which of the two re- uh, dead uh, <laughs> <laughs> remain. <laughs> you were well, talking about. I, I mean. The other one, I will never slander Big Daddy Google, okay? But their Fair. console was a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so Blizzard has sexually harassed countless women, and people were really mad about it, and people still turned up for Overwatch 2. What the fuck? I, I you know, I gotta say, I, I'll, I'll never shame someone for doing, for like, if you, if you like a fucking video game, you wanna play a video game. We were talking about Bayonetta earlier. Mm-hmm. If if you have a problem with with everything that happened, regardless of any of it, that you, just play the game. If you still want to play the game, don't let it fucking bother you. Whatever, they're still gonna get their sales margin. Oh, you yeah. not playing isn't gonna hurt. And this is the same thing with Overwatch Two. Honestly, the real reason is that Overwatch Two was going to die on its own, mm-hmm. and you can see it a mile away. It's just so, an update to Overwatch One. It's like it's barely even a new game. And Overwatch One died, and it's gonna die. And everyone likes to point out to like uh, some, well, some people, I should say. We can we'll get into this a little bit uh, in a second, but um, a lot of people have pointed out that what made Overwatch One bad for them hasn't changed. But I would argue it hasn't. <laughs> it's just different now. Yeah, so what pisses me off about Overwatch is they had really cool little animated shorts to explain their backstory that went nowhere. Oh yeah, I, they, they just had another one too for the new new character, and it's, it's really good. It's it's a really good animation. They're, they're fun little, a, a little animations. bit, a little bit Disney, like but it like a little bit kiddish because of that. But it was it was pretty fucking good. It's not going to go anywhere, and there's no story content in the game itself, so it's not canon. Don't. That's care. actually what I what I, what I was getting at. So. There's several people, including I think they were I think I want to say they were pros, like ex pros of the game, that have actually come out now and stated that the game is not better. It does not feel better. It is not fun to play the same way that Overwatch One wasn't fun to play. Not to say that it isn't better in some fashions. They didn't just shit all over the game. They hit it pretty critically, which is nice, it, you know, because that that means that they are not just like coming in with like some vendetta to try and tear them down. Which, in all fairness, a lot of people are, and I, I can't quite blame them. Mm-hmm. right but it's nice when you get a critical look at something it means that you can trust what they're saying to some extent and so uh i'm looking at that and then it gets brought up every time that overwatch 2's uh pve their their single player or well it's more of a co-op game is coming and they're trying to make it a game that you can play just as just as much as the the pvp and have it be just as repeatable which is probably not gonna happen why can't they just have a single player mode in their existing game i mean, I mean it, that's what it's what going to be single player modes kind of uh, multiplayer games still oh, okay. remember Fortnite? oh yeah, yeah. famous uh va- famous zombie survival game 
Fortnite. I gotta say, when that game was announced and I saw the trailer, I the words literally came out of my mouth. Oh man, this new Fortnite game looks like a lot of fun. I think I would play that. And then the battle and, royale. And happened. then the battle royale happened, and then the, the main game was canceled. <laughs> yeah, but but the issue with Overwatch 2's PVE even is that what we have seen is just a horde mode on the yeah, same it, maps it that you play like PVP a... on. Yeah, and while they said that that's not what they want it to be, a lot of people pointed out that that it got delayed. All the issues that Blizzard's had, there's no way, absolutely no way that if that releases in the next like year, which if it doesn't, it's going to fail anyways. They've waited too long. The ship is sailing, and if they do not catch it, they are not catching it at all. Um, it's just going to release and be a horde mode that people will play like once or twice, and then they're either going to go back to pvp mode or they're just gonna stop don't worry they'll have uh and they're charging money for it yeah don't worry vic they'll have dailies tied to it so that's how you get your uh your uh your battle pass up Mm -hmm. because that works it's just games yeah it's just it's just one of those moments where like nobody seems to be truthfully all that happy about it and the people that are are the kind of people who just never stop playing overwatch one Mm -hmm. yeah there's a actually i I watched uh, a Sir Swag video for anybody who doesn't know Sir Swag's uh, YouTube channel. It started as an Overwatch channel, and uh, oh, actually, I, I somehow know. moved into uh, both gaming and world news. Uh, their tagline is "News without the bullshit," and honestly, his take on Overwatch Two really makes me question if I can trust some of his uh, future news takes. What he says. Oh, he thinks it's like the best game since Overwatch One. I mean, to be fair, Hot Take Overwatch One wasn't that great a game. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it, it, was it had a lot of novelty for how yeah. like interesting it was at first, but then you realize that it was cobbled together and just like stapled back together from what Titan was. Yeah, it, and it, it never had a story. They very, it, they very clearly were scrambling together to get something pushed at, and while yeah. it was fun, it was. A it, giant nightmare of a mess of a game. I don't know at what point in time it stopped being fun for me, but it did. And yeah. uh, uh, Overwatch Two, I can look at it and say, "Oh, it's the same. It, it's the same, but more. It's more Overwatch." Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. they did some. They did some better changes. Uh, I like the new team composition is arguably better. However, it is also more limiting. Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. switch roles. Not to mention game. Yeah, so uh, what I, what, I guess, I guess like a level of like credence to what I'm saying too. So myself and another one of our community members had actually climbed up the rank in Overwatch one. I hit high diamond, and he hit. I forget what's, what was after diamond, but he hit it. Who was it? And I was like, I was like uh, Haxon. Oh, I was gonna say if so, it's Hydro, he's in the chat right now. <laughs> no, no, no. So we we actually hit very high. Oh, Hydro's we, here to deal with our Overwatch. <laughs> Yeah, so basically, we, we put hundreds of hours in and played this game a lot, really dug through how to play it and, and got good at it. And realizing, uh, well, I really, I don't know how long he went on to play it for, but at that point, I realized I'm like, I'm really good at this game. I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. I could have climbed, fuck, I was young enough, I could have went pro at it, maybe. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. I just didn't care. Didn't give a shit. It wasn't fun. I wasn't having fun. I was literally just running the motions because friends are playing the game. And honestly, a game can be utter dog shit. If your friends are playing it, 
that's that's an instant like plus five to whatever its score is. So I mean, look how long we stuck with Herocraft. Yeah, exactly. But like, it, it, it's it's More genuinely it's it's genuinely one of those things that like, uh, I think honestly, reducing from six players, bad idea. They could have just tried to rebalance the characters. And a lot of people were like, well, this is the easier way to do it. Blah, 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 blah. So wait, you're going to apologize for Blizzard for taking the short, easy route? It's like, come on, man. They could have easily fixed that shit. I mean, they, did they even try the five-man mode with all the CC removed? I bet you they didn't. They probably did both of them and didn't even look back. Because Blizzard doesn't have the people to QA test the game anymore. They're a dying. Well, it's just so they're they dying. Keep sexually but, harassing them. <laughs> but but they're, but they're basically on damage control, and that's why I think the PVE mode is going to release like shit because I bet you it's changed hands a billion times, mm -hmm. and I bet you they really haven't been working on it. And there's evidence of this. You, you, there's videos all across YouTube criticizing the PVE mode with a lot of evidence that shows that it's probably not going to be a story mode. It's just going to be a horde mode. No, I mean, them's the breaks, and uh... I, I have I've had very little faith in Blizzard since Cat World of Warcraft Cataclysm, so a very long time now, and I've been saying that they've been going down as a company for a very, very, very long time. But nobody took and, it seriously until they started raping no, those girls, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it was probably more of the fact that have you, with, you, uh, were, you were you the one supplying the Cosby Suite, Vic? Is that what no. happened? <laughs> but they um. Yeah. Fucking what's it called there? The uh, you have but Diablo 3's release was was you the first time. No, no, no. Oh, like, that was uh, after that one. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. When, when, when three when three released, I looked at it and said, "This is a bad. This is a bad thing." And then the moment that they removed the pay to win cash shop shit, which it wasn't really that pay to win really, but it was it was people didn't like it, which and it had to go. I'm not defending it. But the fact of the matter is that once that got removed, everyone's like, oh, yeah, now now, now Diablo 3 is a great game. And I'm like, what do you mean? They fixed an issue that didn't really affect the gameplay all that much at the in, in the grand scheme of things. They didn't fix anything about the game that was garbage. They didn't fix mm -hmm. anything. But And then the only reason Path of Exile praise. even popped off is because yeah. Dark, er, Dark Souls, sorry. I, I, man, I love Dark because... Souls. Because... <laughs> wow. The D, the D names. Anyways, sorry, Diablo 3 ended up just being such a shit game for such a long time that Path of Exile was able to just run with it. Mm -hmm. Path of Exile is a, a much better game. I still don't think it's that great. It has a lot larger of a fan base, but it's mostly just due to the fact that there's nothing in the space that does it better. Mm -hmm. And there won't be, because Diablo 4 is going to suck ass too. I'm fucking calling yeah, it now. We covered, uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, we already covered uh, Diablo uh, uh, Mortal. Mortal. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Diablo Cash Grab Edition. Um, and I yeah, still can't yeah. believe that's a real game that is that much of a scam. Like it's it's all it's exactly how much of a scam we all thought it was going to be. It's just I can't believe they went through with it. Yeah, <laughs> like and yeah, the worst part is is that Diablo Four is going to look good enough. It, I mean, it does look good enough. Oh well, it's a big enough name, yeah, but that it's, it's just going to sell gangbusters. Oh, yeah. to begin with. And then people are going to be mad about it once they get to the once they they beat like the the. the five-hour campaign realize that nothing happens in the story and then they still ha don't have an end game game loop well what keeps happening and we've you know there are some people small voices on the internet they're the same voices that scream don't you know remember no pre-orders but uh, it doesn't change because there's enough there's enough people that don't give a shit they like well what, yeah what's a gun what what's a video games company's main job to produce video games Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, if they do a good job producing video games, the market it well, they make it look pretty enough, uh, so the initial dollars happen. 
That's all that matters. Like yeah. it, it's it, like it, Chick-fil-A. You've, you don't have to agree with Chick-fil-A's politics or policies, but man, do I love a fucking good chicken sandwich. Yeah. I mean, and, chicken and, and is look divine. Way. In more ways right, than one. The, <laughs> blessed by the Lord himself. <laughs> look, look at it this way though. Like if Diablo four comes out, sells super well, but then they see the backlash, which I mean, I don't think they're that self-aware. They probably won't. They'll probably still release a, uh, a sequel, but like a DLC or something. Oh, but, like if they were smart, they would release it. It would do abysmal, but it would sell well. Uh-huh. Uh, let's say like, for, for this example, then they just go on to make a new game because Blizzard's name's attached to it. There's still going to be tons of people that will buy it. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I have a message for those people. So if you, uh, dear listener, are suffering with the condition of I might want to play Diablo 4, or maybe you even pre-ordered it already. Also you know. known as oh. being a normie. Right. If you are suffering from these feelings, I encourage you, go to the Median XL website, download Diablo 2, play the mod, Median XL. It is better than Diablo 3 and 4. <laughs> And it's still updated, it's fun, it's different, it's exciting, and it's built on Diablo 2, which was already good. Diablo 2 was a much better game because it actually kept the RPG element on it. Well, Mm -hmm. the majority of the RPG element that I feel like is lost in Diablo 3 and is only partly available to you in in Path of Exile. Like, sure, Path of Exile's Mm -hmm. build-making thing is cool, but it's so complex. If you don't use a guide, you're never never doing anything. You're Mm -hmm. You're not gonna be able to beat the end game content. You're not going to be able to do any of the late game shit. You just can't. You need to follow a guide, and if you don't, you're fucked. Must find the stuff. Yeah, but but like if you play Diablo two, everything's deliberate. If you just get good at the game, it doesn't fucking matter what your build is. Mm-hmm. That 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 was one of the beauties of Diablo two, and that's why I, I nobody seems to remember that. Everyone seems to the point they'll point the finger and be like, oh, yes, Path of Exile, the real successor to Diablo 2. I'm like, no, no, it's nothing like them. It's not, they're not the same game at all. Mm-hmm. One's a fireworks simulator that if you don't look up a guide for, you're never going to beat. And the other is a fucking game that is deliberate. And if you, and if you build your character wrong, you just get good. And then it all fucking works out. That's it. They're two very different games, honestly, in my opinion. That isn't to say the Path of Exile is all bad. I just don't think that it is as good as Diablo 2. And I've gone back and played Diablo 1 and 2, and I'll say, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I don't think it's nostalgia on my part. I actually had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Diablo 1, maybe it's a bit nostalgic, but Diablo 2 genuinely just holds up. It's just a good yeah. game. It's great. It's, especially with a lot of the more modern stuff that's been done with like modders and shit. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to the topic of Overwatch for a second. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's beat that horse some more. Well, actually, I will change the subject slightly. It's but... not dead yet. That's why I'm saying we got to beat it. Right. Yeah. On the subject of Overwatch, Victim, you mentioned like you were really good at it, but it wasn't fun. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, lately, you know, I've been looking at video games and I've been I, I, I've concluded that the, the healthiest option is always to play what's fun. Right. Unless your friends yeah. are playing. Yeah. Right. Because like that's valid. Well, if you're having fun, even if it's a bad game, it doesn't really fucking matter. But I tell you what, Truthfully, I, I've but... had more fun these last two nights playing Wolfenstein enemy territory than I ever did playing overwatch. I don't know why I haven't reinstalled it. That that was the shooter that got me into shooters. I played I, it I, last I, night. I Where were you? I, I, I don't <laughs> know. If, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but like I got into shooters from watching. Uh, so my dad would play uh, resident evil one and I watched him while I was growing up. Mm. Then uh, any, what the fuck was it? The, the Wolfenstein game that was like slightly behind call of duty's release. Mm. I can't remember the fucking name now. I think it was a return to castle Wolfenstein. Maybe 
I think so. I can't remember offhand, but I played a little, I like dabbled with the first level and a little bit of the original Doom 1 and 2. All right. I, I had, that was like all I really had is that in Resident Evil 1 for anything in the realm of shooter. So when I finally got a hold of a computer when I was like eight or nine years old, I fucking wanted to play Wolfenstein. So I looked it up and found Wolfenstein in enemy territory. I, I, I easily had a thousand, thousands of hours in the game. Mm-hmm. I played it so much I, to the point that when the when Enemy Territory, uh, the, the Team Fortress version came out, I fucking played the shit out of that. It's one of the reasons why I can't play Team Fortress Two. It's just such a shit game comparatively. I like, also that, and I can I can say that, that that's 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 not even again. I don't let my nostalgia like generate bias for me. I mm-hmm. try my hardest not to. The game just was solid. It it didn't try to be anything it wasn't. It just was a solid build all the classes did what you wanted them to do and then it was about whether or not you were skilled enough to make it work mm-hmm. in team fortress 2 it's all about building and hats and putting mm-hmm. a bunch of shit together that's honestly rng and it's not fun I, I i actually wanted to tear my hair out now don't get me wrong team fortress 2 on the orange box before all that bullshit really good game i honestly just a straight up improvement Mm-hmm. But I also reinstalled all the Team Fortress 2, shit, so forgive yeah. me. I did reinstall it because I just wanted nah, to try you're it. You're good. Again, if you're having fun, you're having fun. That's yeah. not a problem. I, I get that not everyone grew up with it, and it is an older game. Graphics mm-hmm. do matter at least a little bit, and it, it's it's going to be janky. And plus, no one probably plays it anymore. So it's like I, I just want to stab people with battle songs, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it, I, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you can't enjoy Team Fortress 2. <laughs> That's not at all what I'm getting at. I'm just saying that it sucks that. You can't play the original Team Fortress or Enemy Territory Team Fortress anymore because, mm-hmm. honestly, in my opinion, we're a slightly better rendition of, of the of the formula. It was still a hero shooter. Mm-hmm. There's still all the all your cool fun classes were there. You just, you know, you, I don't know. You're, you're the soldier doesn't or the heavy doesn't get a fucking sandwich that he can eat. You know what I mean? It's like you don't you don't get any of the random bullshit that Team Fortress Two. I decided that it needed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would like to advocate for just playing games that are fun, even if they're old. Like, I really wish I could get um, Renegade X running on Linux, but I don't know if that's in the cards for me. Um, uh-huh. But a new version is about to come out, and maybe that one will. Um, maybe. Because they're they're working on that. There was some kind of drama that happened. Apparently, one of the lead devs for Renegade X was, like, exiled from the, the in-group that they have there. It's a small team, right? So they left the one guy behind. So the old website, ren-x.com or whatever, is like now it's a forum uh, that has only a few posts on it. And one of them is, I kept the website. I didn't know what to use it for, but uh, fuck those guys. And it's like, why? And then didn't really give a solid reason. I mean, you can go read it for yourself. Like the dude makes a lot of allegations about how shitty this dev team is and has like no proof at all. And so it's his word against uh, nothing because they won't even address it, right? Um, I didn't even know this <laughs> guy was note, on the dev team. Take, I thought he was making it up. <laughs> take notes, uh, evil uh, corporations. Just don't respond. Yeah, but you know what? I don't care. Uh, if they make a good follow-up game, which is going to be based in the Tiberian Sun era, um, I'm down because that game was fun as shit. Um, but like, uh, what's another example? Killing Floor. It's been some months now since you know me and the boys got together to play Killing Floor, but last time we played, it was awesome. We got like five of us together. I wish two was a better game. Yeah, Killing Floor One still works. That's what we were playing. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't play two. I have two. I've never launched it. Not once. It, I mean, you, <laughs> do you have two? Did you? Because if you just bought the game, you don't have two. You just think oh, you do. Right. I bought it on sale. It like, is. There's a bunch very of very DLC right? heavy, mm. and you need them. 
Yeah, so I guess I don't, have I, I don't know why you need them, but yeah, I, I was told that like the game is damn near unplayable without them for some well, reason. If that's true, then no, I don't have two. Uh, yeah, I just have so. one. Uh, and that's fine. For the record, I don't own it, so I don't know the ins and outs. I've just been told that. It's absolute hubris on Tripwire's part that they thought they could make a better game because Killing Floor 1 is so fucking flawless. Like, and it was so modded. Good. It was such a good modding platform, that too. That, too. Yeah. Like, I love Killing Floor 1. I, I'd play it right now if you wanted to. Like, I'd load it up and play. Like, it's so good. I don't have it. In, well, I guess installing it takes me two seconds. But <laughs> <laughs> you should. I forgot. Main internet's, well, actually, the internet's not really good right now. Uh, so we didn't mention it, but I, I guess I can mention it. And why not? My internet's actually dipping in and out right now. I've been trying to piece together your guys' words. I've done a good job so far. I'll have you know. But huh. you guys do cut out for me every like so often. And huh. I don't know what's wrong with my internet right now. That's weird. You're coming in totally clear, so I wouldn't have guessed. Uh. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know what is causing it. But uh, speaking of Marauders, me and Rick were playing the other night, and I kept getting rubber banding to the mm. point that I it killed me. And I just said, you know what, Rick? Uh, we'll play this later when my internet's not fucking yeah. up. Oh, you know what? That reminds me. I got Proton DB open. Let me check. Let me check that out. Marauders. Yeah, check Marauders. Before we go too Gold. far, hey, nice. Before we go yeah. too far, though, I did actually want to ask you: How is wet or Wolfenstein enemy territory? Um. We used to call it wet back in the day. <laughs> I had fun. Uh, uh, the first couple oh, games I played game. were just bot rooms because those exist still. Yeah, um, yeah. Punk Buster does not work. So if Punk Buster is enabled, I cannot join it. Uh, but that oh, didn't I was really... going to say, do they still use Punk Buster? That's not even around anymore. No, it's not. That. That's the problem. Um, but oh, for some okay. reason, some servers have that shit turned on, and it's like, did the admin just turn the server on ten years I ago think it's, and forget? It, it used like, to be. It used to be on on by default. Mm. But it's it's okay. Um, I played a little bit of No Quarter, and I played a little bit of um, uh, J Mod. Uh, that's okay. the, the the devils and the and the other guys, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I I made very heavy use of the Panzer Panzerfausts. Definitely my my favorite way to kill people. Oh uh, yes, the Panzer pussies. <laughs> uh -huh. I got you. Got yeah. you. You know, proud. I remember. I, I remember all the terminology still. Uh -huh. See, I fucking told you guys I played them. Panzer no, noob. Uh, that's me. That that's yeah. me in the corner by Panzerfaust. Uh. <laughs> Nobody expects you to be camping in the corner with the anti-tank weapon. Right. Oh God! It, 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 it trust me, Rick, when I say that it was very common to eat one of those things from out of fucking left field and just not have a clue where it came from. I think I need to adjust my settings because it felt very slow to turn. So, like, I have a button on my mouse that changes the like the the, the scroll speed oh. of the DPI. So I I made it very like loose and I was able to make it work. I could hit things, but like, it felt a, a little jagged. Like this was not it, arena shooter quality fucking aiming. It uh, originally had the issue of trying a little bit too hard to be like Medal of Honor, mm. and it, like snaps to things like. Not quite. So, I mean, you know how Quake and, like, Doom play, right? Like, yeah. they're very twitchy. Uh -huh. But uh, this tried to reel it back to be in an attempt to be a bit more realistic. Mm, I feel So, it. it's not quite yeah. a Twitch shooter. Okay. Uh, but it came out during that era. So, because it, I, it works I, if you get used to it. But you do... It, it's probably really janky going back to it. It I would felt really janky. I'm like, this is not yeah. the precision I was expecting from, like, a game like Quake. Trust me, when you get really good at it, it's really funny because you can tell one who's not used to it and who is, uh -huh. <laughs> and you will just fucking eat. Well, them. maybe your muscle memory will like come May right man, back. I hope. 
You should try God, it. I, it was so fun. Like I'm more excited to try that than ha- fucking Master Chief Collection. So. Dude, yeah, seriously. And there was tons of rooms. Like I was playing kind of late. I don't know if you had your Steam on and saw me launching the game. Uh, I was hoping uh, you'd see it. <laughs> I pro- Wait, it's on Steam now? That's how I was playing it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's so much easier. Yeah, I actually tried to play it like years later mm. um, because they, they, did a, they did a patch like five or six or seven years ago where they finally brought it to Mac and Linux. Mm. um which i think it always was but i think there was like a compatibility issue later right. on down the road and they brought it back into whatever mm-hmm. and uh i tried to play it then but it didn't run on like windows 7 very also, well for so. linux i didn't have to configure anything it ran out of the box uh which That's was good. surprising for how old it is I'm, uh, I'm so for the record for those who don't know the same people who made this that made the the pc port for uh message of collection that's that was the reference i was making oh i didn't know that yeah 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 <laughs> gearbox no, no, no. Uh, uh, splash damage. Yeah, Gearbox made the Halo One PC version yeah, back in the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, splash damage. I remember seeing their little like thing on the on the little heads up thing when you exit the game. Uh, but yeah, I was playing it. God, I'm old. Jesus, oh. fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <I'll teach> you. <clears throat> Had a bit of a midlife crisis moment there. Uh huh. I'm telling you though, like uh, there was lots of rooms, like. I don't know. There wasn't very many full lobbies, which, but I was playing kind of late at night. But there were multiple games with more than twenty people in them. Uh, now there are also bot rooms you, as well. You probably have to look. For, you have to look for the official servers because I know that they, went, along with their mm-hmm. recent patch that they did, they released a billion or like twenty of them. I mean, yeah, close in comparison numbers, but you know. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing that exists. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I've been playing that. I also, I finally played the new Dune RTS game. I was playing that last night. Ooh. Um, it was a lot of fun, actually. I didn't know it was an RTS. I thought it was like a 4X turn-based game, but no. Oh, no, no, no it, yeah. It was more like Endless Legend, Endless Space. Like, it was real-time, um, but slow. Uh, but that was, like, slow in a good way, uh, because it's very similar to Endless Legend, except with, like, less stuff going on. Like, it was yeah, spice instead of dust. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, well, there's so there's spice, there's influence, chom influence. Uh, there's um, uh, oh no, I was just making the Solaris. obvious comparison. Sorry, I, I know, the, I know. Well, like there's a money dust currency. powers everything mm-hmm. in, in the endless series. I know, um, I, it's very similar to the endless series. I'll give it that. Um, but it's got that that unique Dune touch to it. Um, Did you uh, try the their made up uh, clan? The one that they made for the game. Um, the I forget what they were called. Traders? I think they're the green ones. The what? I think they're the green ones. Yeah, they're. I forget the name. They're like. But yeah, I I know the smugglers. That they were, the smugglers. Yeah, they were named in the like in the series, but they were just like a name and had nothing to do. Yeah, they're the, not really in the story in at all, any no. of the what the six books Herbert wrote. Mm-hmm. Like the the only significant role that the smugglers played in the original Dune books was uh, in the first Dune book. The smugglers, um, they existed, and their existence <laughs> implied some things that set off the main character on his path, right? But they didn't have like named characters that did stuff. So it's like, well, they made a faction out of them, but they got to kind of make up who's in it and what they do. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that like being able to make new stuff to an old series is some real power yeah and it made sense how they did it too um and it's definitely it themed after the new movie which was really good right like i really like the way things look because something unique about um 
uh, Frank Herbert's style is he didn't really spend a whole lot of time describing things. So, like, he would tell you, like, ah, that's a glow globe. It lights the area. But he doesn't describe how they're holding it or what it looks like. So, like, each yeah. adaptation of Dune has a different interpretation of what glow globes look like. Or ornithopters, right? Like, in each adaptation, the ornithopter is drastically different. Yeah. Good old soft writing. Yeah, well, he was really it, good at that. But it wouldn't... <laughs> I mean... I understand why you do it too, though, because it doesn't make sense that it, like it's always clunky when it's like, "Hey, go get the orner, you know, ornithraptor, you know, the mm-hmm. thing right there that does that thing that's shaped like this." Well, and, yeah, you know, I, can, I can actually exactly forty-five pounds. I can <laughs> tell you, it is incredibly difficult to write something that is fantasy or fiction or fantasy, kind of like fake. Anyways, mm-hmm. like for instance, let's say you want to make up a new gun that doesn't exist or a new jet or a new piece of technology in any capacity, really. How do you describe that? You're like, it's like a flashlight. Then why didn't you just make it a fucking flashlight? Right. Like, there comes a point in time where you're either overcomplicating things or you're not. And the only way to truthfully not overcomplicate it without, like, any issues whatsoever is soft writing. You just say, it's this. It does that. And that's And then you keep calling it by this new name you made for it. And then eventually the reader will just think of it in their head. Right. Exactly. And, and and it's it's a it's a brilliant writing tactic because people mm-hmm. are not stupid. They, we have imaginations. Yeah. A glow globe can be whatever the fuck you want it to be as long as it lights up. It yeah. makes sense to the story. Like take the Fremen like yeah, we have CH, fucking butt for plug example. for all you all that matters. <laughs> take for example the Fremen CH. It's a settlement, right? But like yeah. they never really describe what they look like. All we know is, is that it's inside like a cave, right? Inside rock. Uh but like they just Frank Herbert describes the entrance as like watertight. Right. Because once you're inside, there's moisture. You can take your suit off. Right. Um, He makes that very clear. And so it kind of implies that, no, they have technology. This isn't like a rock dwelling. This isn't the Taliban. Right. Yeah. It's um, the native people of this planet. They just happen to live in caves because they're really skilled at desert travel. Right. And so they made buildings that made sense underground. (laughs) Um, So the the David Lynch adaptation like it kind of looks like they used a, a tool to make very geometric cuts to make their cavern. Uh, but it's otherwise they're just people in a cave. They're basically the Taliban. That's the David Lynch version. He didn't read the book. Uh, <laughs> Fair, yeah. The sci-fi channel version. Like um, it's just, they're just caves. It's like, eh, they could have done better at that, but like they did so much else. Right. That I didn't care. Uh, meanwhile, the, the, the David Lynch version, we haven't seen the inside yet because it stopped halfway through the fucking book. Well, we'll waiting for part two when that happens, right? Yeah, but it's actually really fascinating. There's plenty of writers that have done similar things, but to like lesser degrees. Like Lord of the Rings even does it a little bit, Mm -hmm. Um, which is fair because they're they're. In fact, you want to know you want to you want to know who also did it? A famous uh, writer that we forgot the name of because we don't know who it was anymore. Uh, The guy who wrote fucking Norse mythology. (laughs) (laughs) So it's one of those things. Like it, it works. It fucking works. If you can't describe something, don't. Just tell me what it does and what it's fucking called. I'll figure out what it looks like in my head. Mm-hmm. And and it, that's what, I mean, obviously, if you're going to write something that's a bit more technical or a bit more like not not fiction in some capacity, obviously you got to describe things. If you're like, this is a flashlight that shoots laser beams. Well, okay, you might have to describe that a bit more, you know, or give it a, a unique name and and do a bit more of a description. But like, in certain cases, you're just never going to. And if it's a, and if it's a staple of your book, then don't do it at all. Because mm-hmm. then people are going to love it. 
Um, I used to accidentally not write descriptions for things when I would write my like little like excerpts and shit. And I actually got praises for that. I didn't do it on purpose. I was just soft writing because I didn't know any better. And people <laughs> loved it. It, it. Like like teachers and shit. I mean, obviously, I, I've never published anything. But um, but it was one of those moments where like uh, I'd, I'd get peer review from friends and I would get reviews from teachers passing back my work because I used to take writing classes. You know, Victor. Uh, and go to writing workshops and shit. And they would praise me for that. And I'm like, I, I didn't even know I was doing that. Thank you. <laughs> You know, I mean, um, I did that on purpose. What do you mean? It might actually be feasible <laughs> for you to publish something if you want. Oh, yeah. So I've actually been looking at uh, some stuff. Because I know uh, Stealth does it. Uh, we should bring him on the show again. I don't want to tell his story like too deeply. But like um, he, he does write stories. I actually have a physical copy of one of his books um, somewhere in here. I think it's in the bin behind me. But um, yeah, apparently like Amazon will just like print out your book as soon as somebody orders a physical copy of it yeah they yeah, it's a new thing they're doing they make it Although, very easy to publish <laughs> yeah i don't know if i would uh you don't get very much money out of it though you, I you would, get paid I like a dollar per book uh amazon do my publishing mm-hmm. but it's like free <laughs> to be fair it, it, it's free publishing and they don't ask questions mm-hmm. and so... if you write enough of them uh, it is like a. I mean, it's, I, it's not a livable but income, be, but it's to be a fair, though, passive income. Like, uh, like, uh, yeah, that's that's what it is. I'll, I'll break it down. So my sister's actually doing this shit right now. She's making coloring books and children's books to sell through. I think it's another service, but it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she's she's making money, but it's like every book she that gets bought, which I think is like bought like like twenty bucks or something. She only gets like maybe like twenty percent of that. Hmm. if that it's not it's not much it's like a couple dollars per book which is still great if like hundreds of books sell but like if she were self-publishing or publishing through like a a legitimate like brand she'd be making a lot more money Hmm. so sort of well maybe not a lot more but she'd be making more well depending there that's not exactly how publishing works so essentially they'll give you a an advance and until you reach that uh advance so like they give you a thousand book advance which would probably be exceptionally low. But if they give you a thousand book advance until you sell a thousand dollars, you're not making a single dollar outside of that advance. That that's fair. That is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but basically, what I'm getting at though is like if you if you genuinely have something that's good, if you think it's good, get it peer reviewed. Just just reach out. If it ends up being not that great, it's it's entertaining. It's interesting, but it's not like something that's gonna like sell exceptionally well. Don't just just publish it through Amazon because you'll at least make money that way. Um, but if you end up genuinely having something that's like good and great, it might be better to try and help do like some sort of like publishing thing that is outside of Amazon, just due to the fact that you'll get shafted really hard. If it ends up being really good and selling really well, Amazon's the one that fucking benefits from that. Not you. Well, there's that. And, uh, you stand a great deal of, or you stand a great chance of damaging your name brand by self publishing. Um, uh, through Amazon specifically, like you self-publish it yourself, but like as soon as you put another company's name on your book, uh, you stand a great deal of, well, you might damage your brand name, so to speak, because uh, if Amazon doesn't want to let go of that afterwards, or if a company doesn't isn't willing to, I pay sure hope you'll want your book money, to end up as a Prime Video series. <laughs> no, it. I don't think they're. I'm jumping through those for. Uh, You'd be surprised. I've seen I've seen weirder things happen. You know, I'm curious now. Like, what does it say on his books? I do have a physical copy. But I... Now, I, for that for that for the record, if he if he's just writing like 
shorter, sweeter, like short story shit that he honestly publishing on your own would be a fucking waste of time. That's yeah. probably very smart. Well, they are short. Yeah. His longest book is only like 200 pages. Um, uh, all short stories. I don't know if I said, that's, that's not a short story. Uh, oh. 200 pages is a pretty decent book. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> that, that That's like novel tier. Um, when we say short story, it's like uh, between like 10 and 50 pages. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be right back. 50's pushing it, but... Yeah, because then I think uh, around like 100 pages, you're looking at like what people normally consider a novella. And then past that point, it's just like novel slash book, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like, how many pages is Lord of the Rings? It's like, it's like 800 to 1,000, something like that. Well, the whole series, maybe. Oh, well. Um, the part of the issue too is like it depends. I think if I'm not mistaken, the uh, words on uh, those books are a little bit larger, kind of because like writing yeah, a Harry a Potter book, novel fair. is a bit different to writing a Lord of the Rings novel. Uh, the so yeah, words are different. The print size is different. Wait, the Hobbit was 304 pages. Really, Jesus, that's long. Hobbit was pretty was. short. Well, I mean that—that's still longer than I thought it was. I thought—I thought it was like 150. I mean, I don't think it was. I read it when I was a kid, so I don't—I I won't remember. Okay, so here it is. So the Fellowship of the Ring was 479. Two Towers was 415, and the Return of the King was three. Wait, really? Return of the King was a shorter? I thought it was longer. the so word count it. is what you're actually looking for when that—that's a bigger thing. True. When you're talking about uh, novels, uh, most publishers want 100,000 words. Um, yeah, or more, but no, they're they're pretty strict on that. Um, like, if, and they also want other like uh, things about authors. So, like, uh, Tor, famous for their sci-fi and fantasy, uh, they right now are only on the market for people of uh, minority. Uh, oh, I, I, there's another thing too that I was thinking about. The publishers also have this issue where they um, uh, are very like bias heavy. Like, there's a publisher I know, a lady who I used to watch her videos when I was like looking at publishers. And for instance, one of the things that she said is that if, if there's a fight scene in your book, I'm throwing it out. Really? And I'm just like, what? And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, I'm unsubscribing then, lady. That's a weird take, but all right. <laughs> That's fucking strange. So yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I mean, obviously the diversity thing is a thing that mm-hmm. happens inside of books too. But point point uh, uh, that I think needs to be hit home on is that uh, yeah, so, sometimes these people are a little bit uh, insane. So well, speaking of fight scenes, um, yeah. if you don't mind me changing the subject, I actually we, we forgot something about the G four discourse that we should probably fit this. Oh, episode, did we? It might not be relevant in two weeks. The the amaranth thing. Oh right. Oh yeah. <laughs> fuck. Speaking of fight scenes. So, what, what Dylan's scenes, talking yeah. about was uh, both times we brought up G4 in the past, I we, we also mentioned how they probably should have did more of the Amaranth thing. And I, I made mention the other night where I was like, yeah, that makes our talks a little bit darker now, doesn't it? Yeah, so let's where, get the context. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Amaranth was, you know, invited Ma- on Amaranth G4. has made some allegations about her husband. Surprise, she's married. Uh, mm-hmm. Despite what... Uh, anybody has said she this is her uh, first official announcement in any recordings that she has been married yep. she's only been married for a couple years mm-hmm. um so it's not like she was married you know since I, I think it was ever. insinuated that it was like around mm-hmm. the time that she started all of her online presence right she, and, like, she like a little bit before 
right it the uh quote on that is several years hmm. so it's been yeah. since since she's been a streamer at some point she may have been dating or been engaged to whoever this is uh prior to right. however and yeah. lots of you know anonymous and unverified tier three simps will tell you that she told them she was single so she was lying uh, and then part of her accusations eh. at this supposed husband yeah, has been, he told me to tell them I was single. That's part of the image. That's part of the brand. It's almost like he was pimping her out, right? I mean, she de it definitely. And you know, one thing we do have to cover is this is allegations. And now, I I tend to fall when it comes to this sort of thing. Uh, exploited women. Uh, this is typically a woman thing. You know, exploitation, sexual assault, etc. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I definitely fall into the I can believe her story. However, I'm not willing to immediately throw the person under the bus without mm -hmm. proper investigation, etc. etc. Right. I'm I am not judge, jury, nor executioner. So I'm usually of that opinion as well. Uh, but given the <laughs> what we know so far, like I, I actually oh, believe yeah. her very thoroughly. I would um, say, at the very least, in this current argument that they're having, having mm -hmm. it's, like, very cut and dry. But I also know that uh, – I won't name drop anybody, but uh, a good friend of mine and a, a good villain uh, of my, my life um, had a very similar situation uh, happen. Uh, right. you, you should remember this, Dylan. Oh, no. Where they had a fight, and it was left for me to see because I'm pretty certain the, the, the quote-unquote villain – she did this on purpose because she knew that it looked really bad uh, for my friend at the time. I read this and I was pissed. I was like, you can't treat someone like that. That's fucked up. And it was it was similar to the text messages in the Amaran thing. Uh, it was right. Like, it was very mean, vitriolic, wishing death on not animals, but a family member. Mm -hmm. And I immediately was like, no, I, I can't support this. That's fucked up. And I sided with the villain in this case until I realized later on that they were both being dickheads to one another. Mm -hmm. It's just that I only saw one side. Right. So well, what he said is abhorrent. It's it's wrong. He's a manipulator for certain. That's that's guaranteed. Rick has a point though. But he should invest, be investigated, and we exactly find out the truth. that's kind of the point. It's like she could also be just as fucking evil, just as fucking mean. Well, we don't know. We don't know her personally. It, we can never know until right. it comes out, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm and not... that and that's that's the kind of like the two way right. street thing, right? I mean, and shit, for all we know, it might come out, you know, six months down the road that this whole thing was fucking staged. Yeah, I don't that know. could also be true, too. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a special investigator. I don't watch Amaranth. I can't tell if mm -hmm. this is out of line for any usual stunts for her. I assume it's not. Like, I, I mean, I assume From, this is way outside yeah. of, you know, stunts and stuff that she's ever done in the past. Yeah, so. I think, like, the, the, I guess, like, the, the, the list of whatever... She's already making a ton of money, so it doesn't make sense for her to try and right. aim for more clout. It doesn't make sense. She's out at the top no, of the I mean, rung. I'm definitely, but, from my knee-jerk reaction is absolutely, her husband is a horrendous human being, and that was probably a very, I want to say brave, because, but I felt like there was a better word to say, but it's a very heroic thing for her to do, to be like, let me out this guy when, you know, he might kill my dogs. Mm -hmm. Or or fuck if he's genuinely or, or, unhinged, who the fuck knows? Yeah, like yeah, worse things happen. But I, yeah, I so wanna, it's, it's kind so, of those things that like I, I don't disbelieve her. Mm -hmm. It's just that I want to make certain that it believing her is the right choice right. before I do. Yeah, that's all. I just want to point out that um, 
if it wasn't for, you know, somebody who I know in real life who went through something very similar uh, with a partner that said very similar things and was very serious about it, like, if I had not, like, witnessed that actually happen in real life, I would find her story hard to believe. But I happen to know that, you know, people are out there that actually do act like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. absolutely real. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I've seen this before. This is probably not fake. Like, that's my take on it. But like, yeah, that, that's right. pretty much where they, I was going with my story too. Is it's like I, I've seen similar things happen before, and it, it's just I don't know. I mean, but like that was a recent revelation, yeah. right? And if I had not seen similar events play out like that, I probably wouldn't have believed it either. Because it's like that's extreme, and it's like you need to like fucking see that before you believe that those things really happen. Because it sounds fucking crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, there, there's also arguments to be made too about like Twitch, maybe if they didn't let the pseudo-sexual shit go on for as long as they did, there wouldn't have been much of a reason for this dude to exploit her or pimp her out. But, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I entirely believe that either. Because, I mean, OnlyFans still exist. She just would have... She just would have been, like, OnlyFans fully clothed. Is, is recent. She would have been fully clothed on Twitch and naked on OnlyFans, and it wouldn't wouldn't have changed the damn thing, I don't think. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Well, that's, that's also one of those things, too. Like, uh, part of Linity... Or, Damn, Amaranth's brand yeah. is uh yeah, too. That you do not that part of their there, brand but... <laughs> is the um whole like Twitch girl. Uh mm. I don't know if they have only do they uh so I, I'm not entirely I, I'm certain about Amaranth. Uh, to be fair with you, I don't I don't like have I don't even have an OnlyFans account to subscribe to anybody or anything like that, so mm. I have no idea. But from what I figure, because I did a little bit of digging when this came out, I was like, oh, this is fucked up. And then you know, I watched a couple of videos and whatever. I, I think she has an OnlyFans, but I don't think she shows anything. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I think right. someone made mention that she like does porn, but it's like like the weird like side angle shit where you don't see anything. I, I'm not entirely certain though. Mm-hmm. I guess she does, but this doesn't. I don't know. This doesn't. It, it, it's like this the pseudo. I don't show you my tits. But mm-hmm. I am in a skimpy outfit. Type the Pokemon, yeah, right. I I'm not gonna. Uh, maybe a bit more than that, but right. This uh, I don't know. Like I'm I'm here and it looks fake almost. Like I I can't. It, it might even be who the fuck knows. Oh no! But which and only fans star according to this you Yahoo News article. Oh yeah, so. the Are most, you talking about uh, Amaranth or Alinity? Amaranth. Okay. Amaranth. Yeah. Okay, so I guess she is an OnlyFans girl too. But mm-hmm. okay, I mean to be fair, though, I mean Twitch is leaving itself up for a lot of shit if it doesn't mm-hmm. try to reel back on that a little bit. The fact that they only banned that girl who had sex on stream for seven days, and then a dude got banned for forty days for joking around about uh, I forget what he said. It was something like beating up one of his viewers, but it was like a, a long-term viewer, and they were clearly joking mm-hmm. some shit. And yeah, they just banned him for forty days. Yeah. Well, we all know like, that really? the uh, amount of money you bring Twitch uh, attributes to how your bands work. If yeah, and mm-hmm. I'll be real, it's not even like we, we've I've, I've made this disclaimer a billion times, but it's not even about being a prude. You know what? If I if I'm scrolling down Twitch and I see some girl fully naked abusing the system, that's cool and all, but like, mm-hmm. like I'm not bothered by seeing it. But then well, I you think you do a double about... take on the URL bar. It's like this isn't Hitbox.tv. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, but it, but it, it, it's, it's just one of those, those moments that like it, it, it kind of cheapens it a little bit because it's like not also, everyone can not everyone can compete with that. Right. Kids and, use the website. Well, 
And yeah, you don't have to it, be approved it, to say this is a website. Like we have this like unspoken agreement on the internet that some website, like websites that do not have porn on them, are okay. But websites that do have porn on them, we are not even supposed to be able to Google search without like going around. Yeah, whatever. like like we've got this unspoken thing. These two streams do not cross. Kids mm. content and porn do not go on the same page. And Twitch is supposed to be kid friendly. I think Twitch is, is supposed to be a, it's like PG thirteen, I think is their aim. Right. Well they tell I, you I, I think they let an adult stream or whatever. Yeah. They, but, there's a mature filter that you can turn on, although they don't but enforce the it. The thumbnails don't give a shit about that. That too. Yeah. Uh the mature filter is supposed to just be like seventeen plus. I think is it, the idea. Yeah, it's so that it's you can play like, like Witcher harsh, Three, yeah, harsh and not, language yeah. and maybe you know, like a little bit of in-game nudity. nudity. Yeah. yeah. But like, meanwhile, there's Reddit be... with the you know one of the biggest porn sites in the world. Yeah. And it's all amateur content, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> nobody's getting paid <laughs> unless you go to their OnlyFans. So speaking, yeah. uh, the Melomancy podcast brought to you yeah, by, brought to you by that, a, uh, Big Busty Amateurs. Uh, but but that, that's pretty much like the, the issue I have with those. It's just like, I don't know. I, I've seen them before. They're like, you know, the people that go on there and they're like, look at me. I'm, I'm beating the system. I'm naked and having sex on Twitch. It's like it happens like every other day. They're, they're all like all, always there. and They get banned. You know, it's whatever. But like, I, I never understood when I look at that. I just think like, bro. So what you're telling me is you you want to have sex in front in front of a bunch of kids? That's that's pedophile behavior, my guy. Mm-hmm. That like I, I feel like I it, it's a, a taboo thing to to say. Like you're not supposed to claim that, but like is that not what that is? Am I am I crazy for thinking? If you that? did it in person, they'd make you a registered sex offender. Like exactly, yeah, I mean, and that, that's pretty much what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I'm not one of those people that's like think of the kids. It's like you know what the, the kid has an internet. He knows how to fucking search porn up. At that point, that's his choice. Whatever. I'm not going to fucking, you know, go preach into the choir about that. But there comes a point in time when, like, little Susie, eight years old, is scrolling up Twitch. Sure, she should be 13 when she's there. But even if she was 13, big fucking deal. Little Tommy, you know, at at, at 14, scrolling. Mm-hmm. And he sees, like, uh, I think one of the more popular ones was two, two chicks and a dude who are, like, hardcore pro polyamorous or whatever. And they just are full naked, full doing whatever. I see it every once in a while when I'm on Twitch. And little Bobby the watching the stream is like, the this isn't Roblox. Page sometimes. <laughs> it hits the front page sometimes, man. You can't avoid it. I'm, I'm not even shitting you. Like They, they try to like push this under. But you can see it, it. You don't have to go looking. It's just there. And it'll rise to the top of just chatting because mm-hmm. it'll get a ton of views. They they announce they're doing this on whatever social media they have. So that whatever, right? Or I assume. I mean, how else do they gain traction? Um, and then it's just one of those moments of like, that's fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, like you wouldn't go have sex outside the kindergarten, you or the middle school, mm-hmm. or even the high school. You shouldn't, in turn, then do it. I mean, on, yeah, on a website well, that's a not that... designated for it. That's so fucked up. Well, there's a reason, and they gain that... traction in popularity, and because it's not yeah. illegal, they get away with it. So. Well, right, exactly. They don't. People get away with it, and part of the issue with the internet is this is like this uh amalgamation of different uh cultures because i went and looked up the uh story on the one who got the seven day ban she's peruvian it may not be as taboo to have sex in public spaces there i don't know yeah i guess i've heard about that there's a couple countries that i've heard that are like that where they don't even have laws about public indecency 
Right. Like and, you literally have sex on the sidewalk and no one gives a shit. Right. And so if that's the case, then I can understand why she'd be like, yeah, whatever. But at the same time. But like, it's, at it's the not same about time, her culture. It's about no. Twitch. <laughs> yeah, Twitch. Yeah. And I think the big, biggest issue I have with Twitch, you know, slap on the wrist here while, you know, major bands there is. It's not consistent. Right. It, it rules for the and not for me kind of bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, you know, we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, I was going to wrap up after this, I swear. So why don't we why Yeah, do we do sorry. Now? So I'm getting all heated of, over here. Speaking of Twitch, <laughs> Victim, what's your, what's your schedule? Did you, ever, did you beat Genshin Impact yet? No. I'm so addicted, man. I, I They did such a good job of these latest two updates. Uh-huh. It's insane. Like, we're, we're getting NPC fighters that join us in battle and shit, and it's, it's kind of fun. They're, they're shit. They're, they're, it's like an, your average NPC in, a, in an RPG when they're not part of the party. But like, I don't know. It's still kind of cool. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. We're, we're we're getting we're getting important characters that are that are not playable, and it's 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 refreshing and it's interesting. And just imagine Aether and Paimon like knocking out guards and Fulton recovery. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> to the deep. I, I I'm just I'm just having a fun time. With, I mean, there already is kind of that with for animals, but I won't. <laughs> We won't talk about that. Um, I, I'm I'm just having such such a good time with it and uh, mm-hmm. so much fun. So uh, I really want to get to Xenoblade Three. Xenoblade when when? But we will. Uh, you know, he's got to get an impact. If 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 I, if I manage to finish a patch within reasonable amount of time, I was having a rough time. Uh, I had a bunch of shit to do because Canadian Thanksgiving. So I I lost like a week of time that I could have been playing and and finished most of the shit. And could have been on to Xenoblade 3 or whatever. Um, and I just didn't get to it. But soon, hopefully. Okay. All right. Soon.tm. You heard it here, everybody. Soon.tm. Uh, so this has been the Melomancy podcast. Uh, one quick reminder sign up on our forum, melomancy.cafe. Discuss the episode. Tell me your hot takes. Post in the, the, the cringe and politics sub form. I don't care. Right. Yeah, fucking tell me I'm wrong. Do it. Yeah. Sign him on my website. You won't. Don't do it. He'll cry. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a fun place right, to be. Live on stream. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, this episode is also available on odyssey.com, where if you don't want to do the Satoshi Bitcoin crypto thing, just send us dollar dollar bills. American. That's fine. Uh, you can give us a one-time tip of whatever value you want. Or you can sign up for a recurring donation. Maybe it's five bucks. Maybe it's more. I made three tiers. Give me feedback. I'll make more. I don't care. Right? Um, whatever you want to spend is up to you. Um, and then, you know, more news uh, coming. I think this next episode that we'll make will be our first episode back on Mumble. I'll have the new server up and running by then, hopefully. Um, that enables me to edit the audio a little bit. I'm not going to go overboard like last time. That's the whole reason we went to Jitsi was I was editing too much. I'm going to have some restraint. I'm going to clean up the the moments where we're interrupting each other just because um, it, it made it's so much more beautiful when it's edited because it doesn't sound like we're interrupting each other. But I'm not going to go ham like I did before with the editing. So that's coming. Be excited. And uh, yeah. that's a wrap. All righty. <laughs>